The latest Starfield news is coming in the way of a Todd Howard interview with Lex Friedman, and he has a lot of very interesting things to say. Some of the things he said are contrary to my own theories about Starfield, Xbox, exclusivity, the PlayStation 5. I want to break it all down for you right here at the beginning of the video. These videos are longer because they're live streams, so make sure you hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss these longer streams and discussions. This is a Reforge update. The latest Starfield news is coming in the way of an interview that Todd Howard did with Lex Friedman about the game, and he had a lot of interesting things to say. I'm going to break it all down for you in this update. He talked about optimization being affected by Xbox exclusivity, the game size, difficulty, and I feel like there's a little bit of a conflict in his commentary. Make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss these quick uploads. So TwistedVoxel.com had the following to say, the console optimization for Bethesda's upcoming massive role-playing game Starfield was aided by the game being exclusive to Xbox, which this is the first we're hearing about this. People notice performance issues in the trailer, so we're now hearing that, oh, it's it's been better optimized because it's only being built for one system. During the latest episode of the Lex Friedman podcast, direct Director and executive producer at Bethesda Game Studios, Todd Howard, explained that Starfield was able to receive more focused console-specific optimization on the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S as a result of being a console exclusive. Now, I have my own thoughts about the Series S and how we've seen performance issues on it already with some games coming out. Any of the side-by-side comparisons have shown that the Series S is struggling to have good graphical parity and performance even close to the Series X. And I started saying, I think some of the things that we're seeing in Starfield are likely the cause for the delay. They're, They're trying to get this thing to run well and optimize it for the Series S. Apparently not being on the PS5 also helped, which might shoot down another theory that we had. He said that not putting Starfield on PS5 has helped with a more focused approach to development. There were rumors that this game was going to be a PS5 timed exclusive, and Todd Howard's commentary kind of shoots that down. Not entirely. I mean, it doesn't mean they weren't working on it or had a version ready for PS5, but he has more to say beyond this that makes it seem like maybe there never was a planned PS5 exclusive. According to him, the acquisition was not disruptive. He added that Bethesda has always primarily focused on Xbox when it comes to consoles. The studio went into development focused on Xbox, therefore the exclusivity is not an abnormal situation for the development team. So he's saying they went into development focus on Xbox, which again, I think this shoots down the rumors that it was going to be a PS5 timed exclusive if, if he's telling the truth. I mean, I, I, I don't know why he would lie about this. So if he's telling the truth, then I, I don't know if there ever was a planned timed exclusivity unless, of course, it was just going to be a ton of money from Sony, which would make up for it. I think it's interesting timing to state this after the delay i can't be the only one that started thinking maybe the microsoft acquisition caused problems maybe it caused a disruption phil spencer recently had commentary about it and said he really wants to let teams own their date and i started wondering well then why on earth was todd howard so confident about the release date it was in ink and then all of a sudden microsoft's part of the picture and the game gets delayed so that narrative started to take form i think in some circles maybe he's trying to push back on that to be like listen being bought by microsoft did not affect this game at all now could we read between the lines here because he's saying 
It's optimized better because it's for the Xbox only, but then he says this. It was also mentioned by Howard that top Xbox engineers are currently helping with the development of Starfield on both the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S. According to him, delaying Starfield was tough for him and the development team to make, but ultimately was the right thing to do. Why would Xbox developers and engineers be assisting with the game and the development and that sort of leading to a delay is kind of how this is structured in his thought process and yet apparently it's helping with optimization it just seems a little strange we've had other developers say when we develop a game for one platform it helps with efficiency it helps with optimization because you're only sort of building for one ecosystem but then he's also trying to establish confidence in the fact that xbox engineers are helping them with the game and then talks about how the delay was a hard decision almost as if Microsoft entering the picture was a part of the delay. Hey, we need help getting our game to run well on your systems. And after the acquisition, Xbox engineers stepped in. The real question is, when did those engineers start helping? Why would they have been helping prior to the acquisition? Is that something normal that Microsoft does? I'd like to get some more clarity on that. This emphasis on the top engineers from Xbox, I think, is related potentially to the delay he's also setting a narrative i think that the game's gonna run really well on xbox is essentially what he's doing i mean the trailer had performance issues and now we have todd howard basically saying this thing's gonna run amazing on xbox he says that when he plays he's gonna prefer to play on the xbox because he sits in front of a computer all day Now, he went on to talk about some more things. Difficulty and planet count. He revealed some new details regarding Starfield's gameplay and difficulty. The game world is generated in tiles, much like other Bethesda games. These tiles were made to look like realistic landscapes so they could be put together and then warped around a planet. Howard said that the studio is capable of creating more than a thousand planets, but decided to set a limit due to the detail of naming them and having a distinct feeling about each one. He also mentioned numerical levels being assigned to different star systems, which would indicate their difficulty. So you will know the difficulty before going to the star system, and they could have made more than a thousand planets if they wanted to. Now, there's a tension when it comes to difficulty. According to Howard, the studio aims to make space travel dangerous, and this aspect has been dialed back and forth during development. Environmental hazards exist on many of the planets players will explore, such as gases, toxicity, high or low temperature. He also talked recently in an interview about like running out of gas and not being able to go anywhere and they didn't want that to be the case. They didn't want it to be something that would be constantly, you know, making you feel like you can't go anywhere in the game. That would not be ideal. So difficulty tension is there. They want space travel to feel like, hey, this is something that takes some time. And it's dangerous, but they also didn't want it to be an overriding factor. There will also be ships and mechs out in the wild there will be mechs that won't necessarily you know do anything they'll serve some utility and there will be some ships that will contact you during your travels so here's my thoughts the latest interview with todd howard with lex friedman seems to indicate that starfield's going to run very well on xbox saying that it's better optimized because it's only exclusive to one platform and they actually entered development focusing on xbox first But he also said that Xbox engineers, top engineers, were helping with the game, which means they probably came in after the acquisition, which again leads me to think that optimizing this game for the Xbox is part of the delay. Let me know what you think. 
As always, if you like these short updates and these videos, you can hit subscribe, you can hit the bell button. Check out Reforge Gaming. We do these short little videos and then we discuss them at length with a live audience. A lot of you guys have been enjoying my short form content over here on updates. We'd love to see you come over and join us on the Reforge Gaming live streams. As always, hit subscribe, hit the bell button, and I will see you in the next video. And I forgot to loop the stupid trailer, so it got to the end. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I don't know if you guys are seeing the same thing I'm seeing in this interview, but it's like, I'm confused. If this game's going to run better on Xbox, right, because it's being optimized for one system, why are you having top Xbox engineers help you with the game and when did they step in and start helping right i think you should have watched a podcast yourself lots of details left out i i swear i'm gonna start banning people for that narrative i shouldn't have to go watch a three hour long or in this case it was like a 20 minute long interview to get a summary on the tr- on the on the interview i'm just going to start banning people for that do not come in here and run that narrative i'm so tired of that like all of the all of the work that we do in show prep and all of the content that i put out there if you find my preparation lacking then go the frick somewhere else i am done allowing people to put that in my chat it's over you're not allowed to do that anymore that's bannable i'm over it I'm allowed to read summaries of interviews to spur on a discussion. I should not have to go and watch every jot and tittle and read every single thing. Like, I shouldn't have to do that. You're the confused one? I'm not confused! I I read the summary! I watched at least four or five minutes of it when he talked about, like, what inspired Starfield. I'm not confused at all. Hey, I tell you what. Educate me on what I'm confused on. What, what, What did I mess up? in that summary what did twisted voxel mess up in the summary please i can't wait for the third time in a row for people to tell me that i have details wrong to not actually be correct because people did that to me yesterday they said i didn't read all of the documents they said oh yeah you didn't read all the documents about the uh about the about the acquisition and then when we looked at the actual claims being made that wasn't true I was being lied to. Someone said I was misinformed and I should have went and read all the 60, you know, 60 page documents and then we pressed it on their claims they were lying. So let, let please educate me. Inform me on what I got wrong. He talked about how the game is going to be better optimized and because they're optimizing it for one one system, right? We are why are top Xbox engineers helping them optimize for Xbox because they're top Xbox engineers. No, no, that's not me being confused. That's a genuine question. At what point did those top Xbox engineers enter the picture? Was it before the acquisition or was it after? Did they get access to these engineers after the acquisition or was it before? The reason is he actually talked about their goals for performance when creating games like Starfield, that they pull back on qualities to balance others. Okay, But that has nothing to do with my opening commentary, and it doesn't undercut anything that I said, Apollyon. Just because he said, oh, we're willing to dial things back to balance quality and performance, that doesn't affect anything I said in the show open. It doesn't. 
it's not it's not contrary to anything that I said. It's not a refutation of anything that I said. The narrative you just mentioned was spread out over three hours, so it comes across a bit different. Right. The genuine question I have is, he's saying this thing's going to run better because we're building it for one system. But then he also says we have top Xbox engineers helping us get this thing to run on Xbox. Well, okay, when did they start doing that? Because if they started doing that after the acquisition, then that adds meat to some of the theories that I was putting out there. That this game was on course to launch, Xbox entered the picture, and it completely it completely changed timelines. Like, I don't need to watch the interview to, to, to come to these conclusions. These are bullet point summaries from what he said. What's good, Feed? I see you in the chat. No, but it adds to it. So instead of thinking it's going to run amazing, you'll understand some things may be dialed back. It creates a different expectation, in my opinion. No. When you say that we're willing to dial things back for quality and balance, I expect it to run amazing. That's exactly what that communicates. It communicates to me. That's what optimiz- That's literally what optimization is, Apollyon. You understand you're fleshing out what optimization means, right? optimizing a game to run on a system is quite literally what you said I missed like dialing things back so that there's there's equal quality and performance that's like literally what optimization is brother so I don't understand they said they're going to prioritize optimization in my show open I talk about how oh yeah it's going to run better on Xbox because we're only building it for one system we're optimizing for one system which is something that we said yesterday that's nothing that you're saying is contrary to my show open. If I would have watched it, I wouldn't have come to a different conclusion. I would have been like, oh, that means this thing's going to run amazing. It's going to run really well. I didn't say look amazing. I said run amazing. They talked mostly around philosophical ideas around its design. I don't remember him being specific about details around Xbox engineers. I mean, I... I, I <laughs> If, if, if he didn't say that top Xbox engineers were helping with the game, then this article, like, completely misquoted him. It's not one system, it's a Series S and the X. Well, but it's, it's, the, same, it's the same architecture with we- ones weaker than the other. It's mostly the same architecture. Like, it's a weaker system, but it's the same, it's the same ecosystem, it's the same software. What, what does run amazing mean? I assume Starfield will be 30 FPS on consoles. I think ultimately it was Todd Howard's team that decided to delay the game. They told Todd they wanted another 6 to 12 months. Probably reminded him that people will be playing this game for a decade. He said they have access to top engineers and it's been awesome having that resource to make the systems purr. Yeah, right there. That's him talking about we have access to top engineers because of the acquisition. I read the same thing about top Xbox engineers from a different source. Right. This I, I just this idea that you guys keep coming in here and trotting out this narrative that if I don't go read every single line of a document or watch every second of a, of, a, of an interview that I can't talk about it or like I'm going to miss something. Do you know what I'm saying? I've not missed anything. Nobody that said that has put anything in my chat that's 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 contrary to what I opened the show with. I opened the show with speculation about, okay, all of this sounds like maybe there wasn't a PS5 timed exclusive. 
ever ever included in their plans so the engineers came after the acquisition right that's exactly what I was trying to go for Lono is not a news source he gives a flyby to spark conversation right like I try to be a reliable news source I'm not trying to give you guys unreliable information but also sometimes like people come in and say oh hey there was another article oh hey there was another interview oh hey you missed this one thing that's totally fine like I can't be expected to to know every single thing about every single topic. They have to kill it more so now than ever. Oh, kill it as in it go well. They probably got the Xbox engineers in for help because they know how in company they have now have in company access to it. Next gen is still pretty new and having direct access to the engineer probably helps a ton in optimization. Um, my favorite part was Lex putting all the love all over Skyrim Todd then having to step back and be like well thank you yeah I mean I just don't have time to watch like stuff like that you know what I'm saying I, I was like I was trying to get to the meat of it and when I watched the first couple of minutes he was talking about like what inspired the game or whatever and I was like I don't have time for this and I found a summary that I thought well these are great bullet points they're talking about optimization. They're talking about primarily targeting the Xbox in development. They're talking about difficulty. They're talking about number of planets. I was like, this is all excellent. I was like, these will be great discussion things to talk about. Next Gen's not new. It's been three years already. Optimization is always done closer to the end of development. I don't understand why you're confused. All right, let me let me. I didn't I didn't say that I was confused. I don't know why you and other people are using that word. I didn't say I was confused. I said I wanted clarity on when the engineers got involved because that affects the narrative. If you don't have access to Xbox engineers and you are set on a date, and Todd Howard's like, it's in ink, it's in ink. They go through an acquisition process and now he's saying we have access to all these resources. We have access to these top engineers to help us get this game to run better. And in the wake of that, you delay your game. That doesn't make you think at all that maybe they were having trouble getting the game to run well on Xbox and these engineers have stepped in to assist and help. That's what that's what I that's what I was driving at is when those engineers stepped in I think is a significant piece of the timeline. Having the help is nothing but a bonus and is a net positive. That's likely something they didn't have access to before the acquisition as the engineers are likely behind NDA trade secrets. Right. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying was that the catalyst for them ultimately concluding this game is not ready? Like do you guys understand? I've never seen an opening intro to a show get criticized so much. I'm telling you, Sven, people are sensitive about Starfield and about Xbox, and I think maybe there was just, like, this assumption that here comes Lono, he's gonna be negative about Starfield. It's like, no! I, I, like, I even said in the show open, this shoots down some of my theories. It potentially shoots down some of my theories. We don't know. This could add traction to some of my theories. If they were struggling to get it to optimize for the Series S, and these engineers are helping them with that. You also have to understand that during all of this, Microsoft allocated more memory for developers on uh, on the Series S. That could have been another result of these conversations. Look, man, we're trying to do this stuff, and we can't. 
Also, another point is they might have felt more comfortable to delay the game after being bought because they can continue to pay salaries and all without selling Starfield. That's That also could have been part of the dialogue, Benjamin, which, again, adds meat to something that I've been saying. This delay came in the wake of Microsoft getting involved. That's not a negative thing. It's a, look, man, we now own you, so there's no pressure here. We want this thing to get out the door and to be awesome. We're going to let our guys assist you. Oh, and if you need to delay it, delay it. Like Phil Spencer said in a recent interview, he's like, I want teams to own their date. I don't want people feeling like they got to like shove something out the door just because. Lex is very thorough and talks very slowly. You have to watch all his stuff at 1.5 or faster to cut through the interview. Then I bookmark stuff and go back and listen. I believe they were already owned by Microsoft before they made the in-ink date. I think Todd's statement about the pressure of making a console seller is telling. Microsoft has decided to make this a flagship title. No, the interview did not give any indication of a release date, Eugene, no. Sorry, haven't been around all week. I've been through some personal issues. Well, I'm glad to have you back, Jay Beans. Guys, thank you so much for being here. We now have alerts that pop up down in the corner. We have a daily member goal. People blew it out of the water yesterday. Thank you to everybody who partook. And we're doing daily member segments. So make sure your membership's up to date. We'll be doing another one today. We had a trailer for this Starfield show. And it doesn't play after 9 o'clock, because that's when I schedule the stream for. So if you get here after 9 o'clock, you don't get to see the trailer. It kind of defeats the purpose of the trailer, but people are like, well, you should be on time. Well, our idea was make a trailer that's like three minutes long and start backing up my start time. So when you get here, you watch the trailer, and then I start a few minutes later. That was our theory. That theory's not going to work. This is a theme from Xbox. FPS podcast with Matt Booty also spoke about how their studios and engineers are working close together, even have third-party studios assisting. Don't know if it's bad. I haven't said anything to indicate that it's bad. I I haven't. I, I, I have not I have not said that it's bad. I have said this is a significant piece of information in the timeline. That they didn't just get purchased by Microsoft. That's not what happened. They've been purchased by Microsoft, and now they're getting folded into their development bandwidth. Engineers from Microsoft. Do you understand what I'm saying? If if you're if you're this guy said don't donate to this guy anymore, he doesn't have all the info. First and foremost, nobody donates to me; they support my channel. And uh, if I don't have all the info, and says. He doesn't need to find all the info, just lazy. Let me let me let me show you laziness. Watch this. Who was that guy? So essentially what I'm saying is the timeline of the actual acquisition changes the flow of the narrative in my mind. It's like, okay, they had this game that wasn't ready. Okay, it wasn't ready. And at some point in time, the teams decided, according to Phil Spencer, the teams decided, not Todd Howard, this thing's not ready. It's We gotta stop, right? I saw Ceasefire has four episodes released. How many are free until we have to pay to listen? Every episode has a free, a free flyover, and then there's segments after. You just have to use the Patreon. Hate donation train time? 
Yeah, go ahead. Do a super chat train to show that guy how dumb he is. Lona got to walk on eggshells when talking about Xbox. Anyone in chat who makes this stream about Microsoft versus Sony or console wars should be blocked. It's getting annoying. I'm not letting it be about that today. I'm not. Phil and Matt Booty took one look and said, this looks... See, Tando, don't you understand? I'm not trying to run a negative narrative about the acquisition. My man Lazaro says, and I'll continue to support. Welcome back, dude. Thank you very much. Who wants to be the first chingering down here to start this thing off? Thank you for the five spot, Hill. He says, F that guy. <laughs> Matt Booty, I know. I, I, how many times does he have people laughing about his name? I am not saying this is a negative thing. This could be a good thing. If Microsoft is becoming more involved and more invested in their stuff, there it is, Hilly. Thank you. 589. If, if that is what's happening, and they're saying, listen, listen, we need to be more involved. This could quite literally be their, their change of philosophy after what happened with 343 and Halo Infinite. All of this could be a very good thing. I've not once indicated that I think this is a negative thing. I haven't. This, this, is, this could all be great. Because they could be more involved. They could be more plugged into the development of these of these games, which means, right? Which means we're not going to have a Halo Infinite scenario ever again. We're, well, maybe not ever again, but it's going to be less likely. Because Microsoft's going to get involved and be like, hang on a minute, bro. No, you, this, this, game, this game's not ready, right? I want to see how loud the alert is. I just turned it down a little bit. I think I turned it down a little bit. I want to see how loud it is. We got another we got another five spot from Sorcerer. Okay, that wasn't too bad. I still think that's too loud. Yo, Hilly gifted a member and it went to Kujo. Welcome in Kujo. Okay, that's better. That's about roughly the volume of the music. Kujo, congrats on your membership. That's the first member toward the goal. Thank you so much for doing that, Hilly. Starting the day off right. And guys, like, don't give this guy money. Yeah, watch. Belanjude gifted a membership. Thank you so much. It went to Jason F79. There it is, the pop-up. Thank you guys so much. Getting the train going. I always love when someone thinks that's going to be a useful a useful. Effort. A $2 tip from Lazaro. Thank you so much. Welcome back in. It's small AF and mobile. I don't, yeah, we don't want it to be too big. Oh, you mean the, is the member goal too small? Uh, I turned the volume down a little bit. Yo, Christina, we have a, we have, we're having a gifted member train. Everybody's gifting one at a time. I freaking love it. There we go. Three. Thank you so much. That went to mass produce. Hey, if you guys want to play some Call of Duty DMZ with me today, you can if you're a member. We're going to be grinding that out in the member stream. It was also great because Todd opened my mind to exactly how the development process works for their games. Just an all-around enjoyable podcast as a gamer. Right, and Apollyon, I wasn't trying to bite your head off, but like, I'm not going to keep sitting in this chair and having my integrity and my thoroughness questioned just because I don't know every single thing about a subject. I'm just not going to abide that. That's, that's so unfair to me and the show that we put on. Jay Beans hit a four-month membership. Texas Heat jumped back in, jumped back in as a member. 
and Craig hit 16 months, and it's a VIP. Love the show. Membership is worth every penny. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And King Goobot's going to jump in as a member plus. You the best. Welcome on in. Appreciate that. That's a brand new one. I love to see folks. You know what we're seeing now? It's it's so encouraging that we're seeing people do membership on their own. Like gifteds, we love gifteds. I love just as much people being like, bro, I'm, I'm getting my own membership. I absolutely love that. Four members already today heading towards that goal. $5 tip from Doc's. The Fox says, crucify me, but I love Halo Infinite. Custom games have been amazingly fun. Cheers, Lono. You know what's funny about Halo Infinite is I had so much fun playing custom games with you guys. Hilly gifted another member, and it went to Silver Surfer. Thank you so much. Um, I forgot to update the shirt command. Yo, legend status just hit half a year of support. Thank you so much. Hang on. This is a uh, Deadpool... Christmas shirt. Hang on. We uh we didn't have anybody use the the code uh at 80s tees last month in November. Um which kind of shocked me. Usually the te- the Christmas shirts get everybody pretty excited, but maybe people were waiting for December. So, I updated the shirt command. There we go. The shirt command is now not the one from yesterday. <laughs> uh sorry about that. Yo, Rick Flair, woo, coming in with a 14 month Membership milestone, a Wolf's Den just upgraded to Member Plus. You the best. Two months on a Member Plus from Super Gaming. Sony sent me 150 employees to help Callisto with development and mocap. Oh, Sony sent 150 employees to help Callisto. Ooh. Yo, online MVP hit 21 months all the way up there on VIP Gold. I think that's the highest tier we have. Um... Benjamin got gifted a membership from Talica. Thank you so much. That's six new members today. Thank you so much. I wasn't questioning your integrity if it came off that way. It wasn't intended. I enjoy your thoughts on things, which is why I would have enjoyed hearing your thoughts based on the whole thing. It's just, I'll be honest with you, man. We're doing so much. We're doing so much. I have to balance like life, work-life balance and my mental health and also give you a killer show. Oh my gosh. Online MVP says, I'm going to do 20. I'm going to do 20 members. Gemini Christmas. Chronic Spin Dash just did 19 month membership renewal. Sonic Frontiers will be game of the year. Mark my words. Love the show. <laughs> Thank you. Crowded House. Yosh D50. I am going to mute the sound. I'll let them all pop up, but it's too disruptive to have that sound hit 20 times, but it will pop up. Uh, Yosh D, Jaleel, Just Vuvo, Vig Gaming, Hellish Smoker, Atlas, uh, Ryan, Random Zero, The Standardized Trail, Bonium, Willie Kale, Demetrius, Joe First, Kirian Merrigan, Dr. Dinglenut, and Freddy just upgraded to a VIP. You the best. Member goal is odds on LOL. Is odds on? What? Thank you so much, uh, Freddie Jackson, for jumping back in close to the big two. Thank you, man. Todd made it like Starfield will have the opposite approach to exploration that Elden Ring had. He said every planet will tell you the resources it has. To me, this sounds bad. Well, I don't think so, Dalton. I, I don't think that that's bad. No, I don't agree with that. Let me explain why. Right? Let me explain why I don't think it's bad. 
Okay, I was just making sure the alerts weren't going off. Um, I like when they pop up for like five or ten, but when we get twenty, I, I have to uh, I have to turn the sound off. It's just too disruptive to the talk show. If you're new and just tuning in, we're talking about the latest Starfield news, the Todd Howard interview with Lex Friedman, and uh, we're breaking it down. And I want to address right. I I, I want to address what somebody said about the planets because Apollyon's talking about it. They didn't want people wasting their time. There's going to be so many planets. You wouldn't want to basically like go to a planet and be like, oh, this is an ice ball with nothing with nothing on it. Does that make sense, chat? Are like children, we love to disrupt dad. That's right. Let's get the likes up, says Lazaro with a $2 tip. I paid two bucks to remind you. That's my man right there. Thank you. I very, very much appreciate that. What do we want? 20 bings? When do we want them? Now, a $5 tip from Docs of Fox says, Beats, Beats, Battle, Bears, Beats, Battlestar Galactica. Thank you so much, Docs of Fox, for the $5 tip. The alerts are broken. It's just still going. It's still going. You guys should, somebody else jump on so it can't stop. I want to, I want to know how long that thing can run. <laughs> D-Tom says, I'll do it. My man, D-Tom jumping in with a five spot. That's the way to do it that's the way to do it a five spot coming in taking us to 31 on the day zach quartz dalton burrows rob taylor leonidas and raymond urselman thank you so much you guys all got memberships we do a member segment every day in the middle so make sure you're here for that right now we're talking about starfield and the latest todd howard interview and then in the middle of the day we break and go to members and there are specific segments that only you get to be a part of and today we're going to be grinding some DMZ because DMZ and Call of Duty gameplay we tried it the other day didn't quite work out, but we're going to do some of that with members. That's a great perk for you guys. Even with the current technology, we know the resources on planets through telescope observation. Professor Abbott says, what's up, Dad? That's right. He used the whole fuel system as a point. If you run out of fuel, you'd have to wait for a response to your distress beacon or harvest materials to get fuel. He felt that slowed down. Right, he talked about that in an interview before he got to uh, Lex Friedman. He said, "Listen, we considered doing this uh, with, we considered doing this with that. Right, Leonidas is about to pop up. Dalton Bros, this we're, we're going to run out. We're going to run out. Who else wants to keep it going? Uh, the alerts are about to stop." He, he said in an interview that they tried that, where like you'd run out of fuel, and it was like. Well, if we do that, then you just can't do anything. He's like, that's just very like disruptive and gameplay halting, which I, I think is a good decision. I think there's always a tension with difficulty in games. Like, if you ratchet up the difficulty too much, then you can't play the game. Which interview are we talking about? The Lex, like, he just did one with Lex Friedman. Yo, Hilly's going to do a gifted and take it up one more time. To 32. There we go. There we go. You guys are nuts, man. It went to Eric Spro and Ashen with a $2 tip. I'll turn the sound back on. Don't stop me now. I'm having such a good time. You the best, Ashen. Quintar Silver says, I'll do 10. I tell you what, I'll let the 10, I'll let the 10 play. That's 42. You guys want to beat yesterday? Because yesterday I think was 50. Thank you so much, Docs the Fox, for a $5 tip. Can't afford to feed my family, but here, take this anyway. I really hope that's not true. Please don't do that. Don't tip me if you can't afford to feed family. Professor Abbott, Alex Jordan, Jeremy Williams, Awesomeo23, Michael Kennerson, Infamous, 
538 homie reg kevin george and sleepy kraken you guys all got members and i'm letting the bings go you guys you guys get to hijack the show a little bit i'll let you do it i'll let you do it um and there's one from african jedi he's gifted one demetrius hit five months says hey thanks for the gifted and dustin straw gets the gifted from african jedi listen guys we really want to get back we want to get back to 2000 members we kind of need to be back at 1500 and you're getting us there you guys are awesome you guys are awesome there there is there is definitely uh, a lot of trust here for me being like listen we need y'all and i need you and and we we love doing these shows so we appreciate the lifeblood you know getting back pumping loney we really need your dash rendar grunt for these member trains yeah oh he looks silly now uh who looks silly now what the guy that said the thing the guy that said hater being a hater or whatever best streamer on youtube i appreciate that my man don't give this guy money how'd that work out for you ty for a great show thank you quintar i appreciate that we climbing we climbing baby we're back in the 800s we're getting there the the main reason that i zeroed in on the acquisition I just want to be crystal clear on this. Oh, I don't have the timer going. Hang on. I don't have the advanced timer going. You guys haven't got to see... You guys haven't got to see the shot yet. Oh, look at all this other stuff back there. What's going on? There's other. There's some other stuff back there. I forgot to turn that on. Thanks for 15 months at a VIP, Christopher. Okay, I want to be crystal, crystal clear on something. Okay? I wasn't bringing up the acquisition and the Microsoft engineers... I wasn't bringing any of that up to be like, oh, this is a negative thing. It could be. It could be. I actually think it's probably leaning more toward the positive of like, oh, are you guys ordering coffee? I'm seeing coffee emotes. Oh, I'm not calling out coffee orders. You guys are doing too much. Leal Duck ordered a Frickmas and a Dark Blend. Guys, Frickmas will be here Wednesday next week, and you're going to want to get your orders in before Wednesday because we're going to ship them all out before I take a short trip. I'll be gone for two days next week and then two days the next, but only two days each week. It's a very short trip this time, but we're going to make sure and ship all the coffee out middle of next week. It's getting, it's actually getting here on the 7th, like the day before I leave. Yo, cat dropping a 10 bomb, beating yesterday's record. Yesterday was 50, and now we're at 52. You're the best cat. You get to hijack my sounds for 10 dings. Typhoon, Storm Killer Nation, Misery, Noel Rodriguez, Alex Humphreys, Quarterfish, Maze Rays, Cridge91, Bear on a Sled. You know what I like about gifted members right now? I actually recognize all the names. There was a time there where I was seeing names I'd never seen before. I actually think that might be one of the reasons we went like this and then went like this because I just think it was giving it to randoms. I think it's actually going to people that watch the show now and I think that's going to help. So keep it going. You guys are the best. You guys are the... I mean, you guys are the best. Um, Okay. All right. I got to get back on... I got to get back on topic. Again, it could be bad and it could be good. Let's talk about how it could be good. All right, let's let's be positive. Let's be hopeful. Let's be optimistic here. I want the Xbox guys to know that, like, I'm in this game's corner, dadgummit. Here's why it could be good. If Microsoft is more involved in the optimization of Starfield, that means the game is going to run about as good as it possibly could on their systems. I, you, you can't get more help. I don't think you can get any better than that scenario, Okay. This could be also a way to get 
the Series S out of this question mark category that I have it in. I have it in a I have it in a question mark period. It's like I don't know, man. I'm looking at these trailers. I'm thinking, golly, I've seen some tech breakdowns and comparisons on the Series S. How is Starfield even gonna run? Well, consider this. A lot of the games that we've looked at that have done side-by-side comparisons with the Series S have been multi-platform games that Microsoft engineers probably had no... They didn't even touch it, okay? They didn't touch the games. When they're touching a game, the hope would be they can say, alright, here are some things that we've learned. Here are some tricks. Here are some loopholes. Here are some ways to get the most out of the architecture of this system. Does that make sense? Like, I am not suddenly being like, rah, rah, Series S. I still have serious doubts and concerns about that console long term. I really, really do. Just based on, if you look at any of the comparisons right now, I mean, any any video game at all, that thing is constantly running everything at dynamic 1080 just to get 60 frames Dynamic 1080 means it's not staying at 1080 resolution, and the 60 frames are rarely consistent, right? Um, My daughter has performance concerns with the Series S. Turns out spawning millions of mobs in Minecraft is not a good idea. User error in this case, right? Was the Series S a smart idea, says Agent Slick Slaya, or should the industry just move on to the more powerful consoles? I, 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 I don't know. They just did a sale on it, right? It's going to continue to saturate the market. I mean, to be uh, I mean to be honest, as Apollyon, he didn't talk about the Series S when talking about the engineers helping. He only mentioned the X. So obviously, there's some thoughts that could be created from that. Well, I don't want to drill down on that, Apollyon, and here's why. A lot of people say the Xbox Series X as like an umbrella statement. They don't have to say every single time the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S. Like that just gets a little redundant. So. I, I, I don't necessarily want to drill into that. Now, I could. <laughs> I could drill into that and be like, that's interesting. Todd seems to only be talking about the Series X. But I, I feel like that would be me sort of... That's 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 some confirmation bias, right? Yeah, I'm, you know, Lono's anti-Series S. And, you know, and he's, he's taking these things and stretching them. The Series S can certainly slow down development, but I guess we have to wait and see. One other thing I worry about in Starfield is the melee. The melee in Bethesda games has been the same since Skyrim, and I would want it to improve before Elder Scrolls 6. It doesn't, if it doesn't in Starfield, I will worry. Here's the thing, here's the thing. I think melee in first person is just a bad idea. <laughs> I don't know, listen, I know people are going to be like, such and such game is dope, and such and such game is awesome, you're crazy, Lono. I'm telling you, man, every time I play a first-person game where I'm doing melee, it always feels kind of ish. It doesn't feel right. It, it doesn't feel as good as it should be. It all, I don't know. It always feels ish. Mid, I think, as the kids say, right? It never quite feels like a polished, awesome experience. And some of this is because I'm coming from games where you know, the melee just feels fantastic, because it's third person, right? I don't know. Can't leave the S behind. The S makes up substantially more of the platform than the X. Yeah, I don't think they can leave the S behind. I think the Series S was a smart idea as an entry console to the next gen to replace the Xbox One X in the market. Maybe it needed to be marketed better, though. 
20 months from Reaper and it's a VIP. Good morning. Awesome show. Thank you. Well, just consider this. Just consider this. I don't want this to become like an anti-Xbox Series S stream, but just consider something with me, okay? Let's say you're a huge fan of the S and you think I'm full of crap. That's fine. You can think that. Look at the actual stats of performance that that thing consistently cranks out. It's typically 1080, dynamic 1080p, just to achieve 60 frames per second. Now, I want you to ask yourself something. With everything we know about technology, innovation, and developers having this infatuation with ray tracing and better this and better that, they're always trying to crank the graphics up. Just how long do you think developers are going to want to put up with a system that constantly has to drag everything down to 1080 dynamic just to hit 60? Do you understand what I'm saying? That's not hate. Good morning, chat. Don't forget to like the stream and order some coffee, says Goddess Omega. I strongly recommend the Frickmas blend. It'll be here middle of next week. It's a smaller run, so it's going to go fast. I think we've already sold over 20 bags. We've already had 20 pre-orders, so get them, get your orders in. Yo, my man coming back in on a VIP, Mike on the mic. As long as it makes some money. Well, yeah, I just don't know if it's that simple, though, Sandy. I think the Series S will be what the PS4 was last gen to the install base. It's too big, it's too big to leave behind. Right, right, right. Something like Ghost Runner, where it's about timing. Yeah, I, I, I there are games that get first-person melee right. Chivalry 2 has really good first-person melee combat, uh, says Dalton. I will agree. It usually doesn't feel good, though. And yeah, from software games have peak melee combat. I think Ghost of Tsushima does. I actually think Ghost of Tsushima's melee combat is superior because FromSoft is still using old stuff and they still have frame timing weirdness and hit detection oddities. No, I'm going to give it to Tsushima. I'm I'm biased. I'm biased, but I'm giving pristine melee combat. I'm giving it to Tsushima. Uh, there's no better price to performance than the Series S. Games have no uh, have to optimize to run on crap PCs and graphics cards. Optimization for the S is probably easier than optimizing for a PC. The hero on combat. Um, you know, I actually might give it to Sekiro. I might I might say Sekiro and Tsushima are essentially tied. They're they're virt- they're like they're spiritual twins, I guess. Yeah, I would say Sekiro is way up there too, right at the tippity top. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let, let, let me let me address what what Gilly said because I think that's a total fair pushback to say, Lono, listen, man, th- th- these companies are accustomed to optimizing their games for weak PCs. Optimizing for the Series S isn't going to be that hard. Okay, that's fair pushback. However, however, right. Remember when he does the turnaround? Remember when, he, remember when he does the turnaround in Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I should do that, you know? Yeah, you're right, you know? They do optimize for weaker PCs, so that probably means it'll be easier to, uh, to optimize for the Series S. However, <laughs> however, allow me to retort. I actually think we see clear evidence in the development world that that floor of optimization is always moving up. Min specs always rise. 
and the Series S just feels so low that in three years' time, I just can't see people saying, we got to optimize our game to do 1080 dynamic to, to get 60 FPS. So your pushback's fair, but your pushback's only fair. Your pushback has an expiration date, right? Your pushback has an expiration date. Eventually, developers are going to be like, dude, 1080 dynamic just to get 60 frames? That's what I'm looking at. That's why I'm looking at Starfield. If you look at Starfield gameplay and you look at the way, if you look at what they're doing in some of these scenes here, right? I, the draw distance, the, the graphical fidelity, the lighting, the shadows. If you look at Starfield gameplay, bro, do you want this game running 1080 dynamic and struggling to hit 60 frames per second? I, I don't. And isn't this... Isn't this basically where we want games to go? Big, open, photorealistic, amazing lighting. It like isn't this supposed to be the promised land of gaming? And I got people in the room being like, I mean, it's fine if it's dynamic 1080 and struggles to hit 60 FPS. What? What what happened to all of the the doe-eyed optimism about next gen? Where did where where well, you know what I'm saying? Where is all? That? Oh, it's gonna be the it's gonna be amazing. These games are gonna blow us away. They haven't even begun to squeeze the potential out of these consoles. And now people are like, well, you know, I mean, if I get 1080 dynamic and it, you know, average 40 frames per second, I think that's a pretty good deal. No, it's not. That's not a good deal. It's a dev thing, not a system thing. Yeah, sure, Mo. It's all of these devs fault. Yeah. Every time I watch a tech breakdown and and dynamic 1080 is what devs had to do on the Series S, it's the devs fault. Yeah, sure keep telling yourself that. They haven't touched these consoles power. Mo, there's no one in the tech world that agrees with you. There isn't. I can't find a single person that's like, bro, the Series S is so ridiculously strong. These companies haven't even begun to tap into the power of the Series S. That No one's saying that. Nobody. I, th- th- that's not a thing. If you, if you actually look at the raw power of that console and you compare it to the raw power of like a mid-lane PC... It, it's not even close. Switch and the Series S are lagging behind. Right. The, the, the Nintendo Switch doesn't even have a launch date for Hogwarts Legacy right now. How many people actually have 4K or a TV that can do 120? The S is for the casual gamer who just wants caught at 1080-60 on their 5-year-old TV for the 10 hours they play a week. Homie, even a 5-year-old TV, 1080? What? You... And... And furthermore, Gilly, I ain't talking about the consumers, dude. I'm talking about the developers. It's dynamic 1080p now, says Eugene. Just wait until the gen advances. It'll get worse. I had my mind changed by Linus when he made the argument for sticking 4K videos behind the premium paywall. What? How is that related to what we're talking about? Then says, I have a five-year-old PC that's better than the Series S. How is the Series S lagging behind? It plays current-gen games. 
Okay, so, okay, that's, I think that right there isn't the response. It's not the response. If I told you that your TV was lagging behind because it could only do 1080 30 frames per second and your response was, what's the big deal? I can hook an HDMI up to it and play Blu-rays. You didn't, you didn't respond to what I said. You didn't. If I'm like, bro, this this TV this TV is so outdated, it's lagging behind, and your response is, well, it has an HDMI port, I can hook a Blu-ray player up to it. It plays Blu-rays. That's not a response. That's not the issue at all. When I look at Starfield gameplay, when I look at what Bethesda is attempting to do, Todd Howard in this interview with Lex Friedman says, listen, we could have made more than a thousand planets. Do you want to know why he said that? Because these game companies are getting a lot better at building really big games. Seriously. Look at the size of Elden Ring. Look at the size of Horizon Forbidden West. Look at how much bigger God of War Ragnarok is than 2018. Look at look at the graphical fidelity in Forza. These companies are like, they, they love to push things forward. They absolutely love love it it is interwoven into the the tech world into the development world so that's always going to cause that tension of this stuff's kind of lagged behind this tech's not quite strong enough i ran into that one of the reasons i stopped doing pc gaming and i got an xbox 360 and i got call of duty world at war do you want to know why I got sick of not being able to play new PC games. At the time, the big push was all these new, all these new games coming out that you need a quad core processor. And if I upgraded to a quad core, I had to get a new motherboard. And when I upgraded my motherboard, I was going to need to get a new memory. I was going to need to get a new video card. All the chipsets, everything changed, right? I was like, forget this. I'm just going to get a dadgum console. I'm tired of this. I want to be able to walk into the store and be like, here's my money, take the video game home, and play it. I wanted that simplicity, right? So, if that, you see what happened to me there, what happened to me is I got shoved as a consumer into an easier route because the tech world kept doing what it does. It just kept moving forward. I was like, I'm done with this. Can't play Modern Warfare, can't play Gears of War, I'm out of here. I'm done with this. I don't want to do this. Why? That's what the tech world does. Homie, that was in 2007. That was that was 15 years ago. That was the first year I was married. Was like, I am so done with this. I like my hobby has been hijacked. Yo! Oh my gosh. I'm going to turn off the chingering, but they're all going to pop up. 20 gifted memberships from my man Kyle he says yesterday's member was we we hit 50 I'm gonna take us to 72 getting a super close to a hundred new members in a day that is bonkers Squirtle Squad Prozy Chris uh Christian Topher DSB Prime seeing names I recognize Cell Joel my man Corey Axel Foley Ghost Fixter Wes Hewitt uh Felix Belantig Super Real uh Afels Tar Tarlix, Trash Boat, Divine the God, Adoptable Earth, J Pearls, 
Uh, I'll go back to the scene so you can see the names pop up. Dave Dunlap, Brad Pease, uh, Bernard Bernard Fang, and then One Up Ninja jumping back in with a member plus membership. You guys are awesome. Like we were seriously like maybe we should just you know turn alerts on. Um. Some guy named definitely a human is sending messages. Do not click on this, guys. If someone sends you a message about three months of, of Discord, it's it's false. You got hacked, mate. It's not real. If someone sends you three months of Discord Nitro free from Steam, it's fake. Report message. Don't show this again. Okay. There we go. Yeah, I just got a message from some guy saying get three months for free of Nitro, and it's not even a Discord link. It's so it takes it'll take you somewhere else. Um let the chime provide dopamine. Love it here. Alright, I'll turn the chimes back on. $5 tip from XCal says, love it here. Three month renewal from Graydon at a member plus Reforge Gaming Hype. Let's go. Welcome back in. You guys are stinking amazing. You think Starfield will be buggy just like every other Bethesda game? Well, okay. My my takeaway from the interview, okay. My takeaway from the interview is that Todd Howard wants the game to be big, but they also want to make sure that it runs well. It's like, listen, we, we've got engineers since the acquisition. They've got top engineers helping them make this thing run well. Hey, somebody ordered some coffee. My man Quintar ordered three bags of the Frickmas blend. I will have it in my hand middle of next week. Y'all are the best. Every game has bugs. It's just not game-breaking. Yeah, I'm not so much worried about bugs. I'm worried about overall performance. Does that make sense? Like, you're not going to tune in. There's XCal's $5 tip. Thank you, XCal, for that super chat. You are never going to watch me throw up my hands in a game and be like, I can't believe it. There's a bug. Yeah, this door This door is glitched. It's, unbe- it's unbelievable. You, 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 you will never, ever see me do that, okay? I always look at overall performance. So yesterday, when I was playing that Warhammer game, that Darktide game, my issue was not that periodically it was a little buggy or a little jittery. The overall performance of the game was just bad. I was like, this isn't very good. Felt sloppy, felt clunky, felt sludge-like. There was hitches. I, I, I kept giving it its time. I'm like, you know, maybe it's the intro. Maybe it's a prologue. Maybe it's this opening area. No. Overall performance was bad. And you can't get away from that. It's like when you put on a sweater and it looks really nice, but it's itchy. You you can't wear that sweater. It You just can't do it. It's too much. It's all, you're, you're just, you're always, you can't get comfortable. If a game's overall performance is, is not so good... You, you, it's like you can't escape it everywhere you go, every mission you go on every person you fight you feel that like something's wrong here something's off so when I've looked at the Starfield gameplay 
they haven't put out a Starfield trailer in a while. So this this Todd Howard interview, I think, is a pretty good indication that they're nose down right now. They're nose down. They, they are 100% trying to get this thing to look and run really, really well. And, and Howard is expressing this idea of being like look we, we're building for one system it's going to run it's going it, to it's going to help with optimization we said that yesterday and some guy told me i was full of it i was like no when systems when when games launch exclusive it increases quality i don't care if it's itchy you better wear it for the ugly sweater it's freaking christmas that's right they should be they've got systems to sell yeah somebody said that todd howard expressed that this this game was going to help move systems did he say that in this interview if they don't sell systems they won't sell games kind of par for the course with warhammer games says sven it's why i criticize the inquisitor game same complaints the only game that made me forget about its bad performance the more i played is elden ring as long as your game is fun enough people will ignore the little stuff depends on how far reaching it is i still i still take points away from elden ring for that i still do because to get the best performance out of the game, I still have to run the PS4 version on my PS5. What? Warhammer kind of runs like butt. Doesn't feel like a polished game. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like a polished game at all. It feels bad. Not really. He said it brings a bit more pressure to delivery. Hmm. So it sounds like he said he felt the pressure of the game being a system seller. That's interesting. Todd said that now they are exclusive, they do have the pressure of selling the new systems. Interesting. That sounds like they're being folded into a Microsoft like he's thinking about Microsoft. Yeah. Hmm. See, from where I sit, I did a video about this a while ago. I don't remember where we put it. I don't remember where we put it. But I basically said that I thought Microsoft was shifting to Starfield being their flagship instead of Halo. Right? I don't know if it's that extreme. I don't. I think I might have overstated my case. But I do feel that Starfield is going to be one of the flagships, which is why Microsoft got involved which is why Microsoft engineers are involved. They're like, we need this thing to be primo and we're going to delay it. Six months, a year, whatever we need, this thing needs to run significantly better. It needs to look and run better than it runs right now. Studio Todd Howard admits that he's feeling the pressure to make their sci-fi RPG a platform seller for Microsoft Xbox Series X. And honestly, after all the acquisitions, Microsoft Studios needs to start delivering attractive exclusives for the console. Quote, We've never been kind of the platform seller, you know, the game for a platform for some time. Uh, And so there's a lot of pressure and a lot of responsibility there to make sure we deliver for everybody. Mm. Sounds like, uh, sounds like, sounds like Microsoft is kind of pushing, pushing a narrative there. Like, Hey, you you gotta, you gotta, you gotta move some consoles for us, dude. (laughs) Got to move some consoles for us. I was going to watch the whole interview. I wrote the date down in my diary in ink. Somehow I managed to miss it. 
we know the involvement of the Microsoft engineers. He phrased it in a way where it sounds like they it's like they have access to resources. And this actually lines up with stuff that Phil Spencer said. Phil, Phil Spencer recently talked about really wanting to support teams and really wanting the teams to feel like, yeah, we've we've got support. We can own our date. We can 100%, you know, dictate when the game launches. And so I feel like the Microsoft engineers have stepped in to assist with optimization. One thing I wish the interviewer had asked is about co-op, not on ESO or Fallout 76 multiplayer, but just simple co-op for future Bethesda games. I feel like Bethesda missed the room when giving us Fallout 76. No one wanted that style of game. I would love just simple co-op in an Elder Scrolls game, but after Fallout 76 flopped, they basically said they would never try multiplayer again. Todd also said he could have pushed Starfield out, but they chose not to. Starfield delayed again? How many times is that now? Can we start worrying now? MJ, I have, I've had people kind of getting up my nose about that. They're like, there's no release date, so it can't get delayed again. Well, that's not necessarily true. Because they said first half of next year is when the game would be out. And I don't think that's happening. I don't think that's happening. My gut, the rumblies and my tumblies tell me this game is late next year. That's my gut. I don't I don't actually have I don't have anything to 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 support that like factually. I don't. But what I do have is a a sense and an instinct of how these things typically go from 8 years of gaming coverage. And I'm telling you right now, from Matt Booty's commentary recently on a podcast saying look down the calendar after after Redfall, and then Phil Spencer's commentary, I, I think this thing's late next year. That's what I think. I, that's not me being a doomsdayer. That's not me being negative. I just, I've been covering games for a really long time, and just some of the phrases I've heard recently, I'm like, yeah, you're not making first half next year. I can feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it in the air. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. <laughs> so I, you know, I, 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 I want it to be amazing, which is partly why I'm like, go ahead, right? I can feel it in my scrot. That's right. Don't step on your Legos. You guys like that? I'm really, really, really excited. <laughs> Nice, Phil Collins. Thank you. I feel like we should know more after the awards next week. If there's no announcements, it's down the road for sure. Well, I actually thought the really good... It was the video that I reacted to. Was it Juicehead? I think we reacted to Juicehead about this. I can feel it. Down in my plums. Ready to take them to the farmer's market. Um, When the channel launched? I, we No, we've not launched it yet. It's ready. It's ready. It's ready to go for today. As long as Creature doesn't break any more of Google's rules, <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be fine. Anyway, um, what was I saying? I lost my train of thought. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yesterday was a rough day, bro. Yesterday was a rough day. It's a new day. It's a new, it's a new day. Let the boy watch. Um... 
F them for that. That was petty. Yeah, it was petty. It was petty. Frickmas Blend is back. It is back. I lost my train of thought. What was I doing? What was I saying? Dad gummit. Where was my I, I lost I completely lost my train of thought. Justify buying a second console, want to buy the game. Oh, there it is. There it is. This is what I was going to reply to. Thank you for... I'm re- rereading what Sandy said. I feel like we should know more after the awards. Yeah, we were responding and reacting to a Juicehead video. And I thought Juicehead's insight on this was pretty good. He basically said, Todd has made it pretty clear in the pattern from Bethesda is they like to start talking about the game around five months out. Right? Around five months out is what they like to do. And so, I think if we don't hear anything about Starfield by the end of January, mid-February, I, th- 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 it ain't landing first half. You kind of give a clue about that. Mentioned that when you see marketing being pushed, there's roughly six months left in production. Could be wrong about that. No, I agree with that. I think that's a fair observation and conclusion to say, listen, if we get into the middle of February and we haven't heard anything yet, this game's this game is in the second half of next year. It's late next year, right? Because this is what I think they're gonna do. This is my theory. I'll give you my theory on the Starfield release date. Here's my theory. I think early next year we hear about Redfall, 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 and then in the middle of next year we start hearing about Starfield. They're going to use, this is just a theory, I think they're going to use the Summer Game Fest, the the Xbox Bethesda Showcase, the Summertime Marketing Gaming Machine to be like, here's your Starfield release date. Here's your GD date. And I think it's landing November, December, something like that. That's what I think. If it's first half, they'd be marketing now as part of the holiday push. Yeah, that's what I mean. If we get outside of January, I don't see it happening, Eugene. Because they'd have to start marketing it in January if it was going to land in like the sixth month or whatever. This is like the same convo we had around this time last year. Who's ready for Callisto Protocol? Yeah, I'll be playing that one tomorrow afternoon. Starfield's either coming out in the spring or it's coming out late fall Christmas. There are uh, These are two of the best times to sell games in Starfield as a winter sale uh, would be okay so let's say spring wouldn't that be like March that means that they should be talking about it didn't God of War Ragnarok start promoting in October but that's Santa Monica Santa Monica has their own you know uh, strategy they have their own way of doing things hi everyone Simone T-Bear in the house thanks for being here guys thanks so much for doing all the things today some very generous people got us to 72 new members we only asked for like 15 we set a little goal every day just something to celebrate yesterday we blew past it and hit 50 we're close to doubling that we're like 28 away from 100 that's bonkers thank you to everybody who jumped in as a new member or gifted members today we greatly appreciate you getting us back up in the member count God of War was promoting early last year. Yeah, God of War didn't have an official release date until like what, like later in the year. But they they were talking about the game and doing blogs and doing all kind of stuff way earlier in the year than October. I actually agree with that. I think that that's yeah. I I don't think that's a necessary necessarily like a fair representation of what they did. 
I generally speaking, I think I think God of War Ragnarok's marketing got all jacked up because there were people leaking and saying, "Oh, you're going to get a release date on this date and on that date." You know what I'm saying? It's just that that's not a great example because again, I think Bethesda does a very I think Bethesda has a very unique approach. I think their goal is we want to be within that five to six month window. What evidence do you have that Microsoft is shifting resources to Starfield? Can Microsoft afford to drop Halo as a system seller? I don't know if they're shifting resources, but they, according to Todd Howard, they have top engineers and resources that they're getting to tap into to help the game be better. That's what my thumbnail is like. The Xbox helped it. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's why I went with that thumbnail. It's like so. Starfield is is being helped by by this situation. It's it's. Let's see here. It's it's one of those things where it's like there's a lot going on. There's a, there's a lot that goes into game development, and Xbox, I believe, has stepped in and is assisting. Is it headlining on Game Pass? But there won't be a push for pre-orders. I think if it hits next fall, but they could still pull it off as they don't have a ton of market. They don't need a ton of marketing with this. I mean, in my in my mind, in my mind, I think I think there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure for this thing to be sort of flagship, and that's why I think Microsoft's getting involved. No longer a member. I don't have the funds to renew my membership. <clears throat> but I'll still listen. <clears throat> Yo, Chris. All of the gifted members are names that I recognize, so just stick around. You'll probably get one. I, I bet you. I bet you if you stick around, you'll get one if people start doing it again. Todd has already said that he's okay launching a game within weeks, but at the end, it's up to Xbox. At this point, four or five games I've played on Game Pass aren't even worth the download, says Hilly. What would suggest that Microsoft can afford to not shift away from Halo? Hilly says it's a joke the game is already late Halo was late and hot garbage late launches and broken games has been my experience on Microsoft I literally have no reason to boot up my uh, my Xbox my PC is a savior Arrowroot says it's a system seller for me I picked up an Xbox Series S this Black Friday getting ready for Starfield next year never owned an Xbox since the original I just hope Starfield is good. I do as well. I I do as well. Like when I, <clears throat> excuse me, when I express concern about like Starfield, when I express concern about you know Bethesda and Microsoft properties, it's 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 not because I'm like negative. It's like, dude, I want this thing to to soar. I I like my Series X. I do. But it, it's like I play I play party games with my kiddos on it. If Starfield is good, Gears is good, and Hellblade is good, I'll buy an X. I want to get an S, but no way now. You bought it for Starfield? That's bravery. I was thinking the same thing. If it's good, I'll buy an X just for it, honestly, and future Bethesda games. I'm not sure what games you're picking on Game Pass, but 4 out of 5 seems extreme. I saw a couple recently that I really wanted to play on Game Pass. There was that Metroidvania one, right? YouTube's buffering. I don't get it. Small indie company. They were having a bunch of problems yesterday. It seems to be working much better today. So hopefully all the things are are working. 
you know you guys can always spam Lono dope emotes that's a great reminder you know do you think that bad criticism about Plague Tale and Gotham Knight optimization caused Starfield devs to push back the date and get Microsoft engineers involved to get it right at launch I don't know no I don't think so I, I, I don't I don't think so um I the, the what happened with Plague Tale and Gotham Knights I I 100% think that it sent a loud and clear message that people want 60 FPS <laughs> I think it sent I think it sent a loud and clear message that like people want 60 FPS hey somebody else ordered some coffee Baker ordered three bags of the Frickmas blend thank you so much baker for doing that i still get creeped out when i see it it switch up there like we got the coffee in the frame now too see the bags there we'll have the new bag soon we got mjolnir we got legos we got the lego advent calendar it's looking good we're we're filling the space out here um mj says you have dubbed microsoft as a sleeping giant however microsoft has not been winning for a while i think betting everything on game pass is foolish they're not betting everything on game pass yeah, their recent commentary about Game Pass is it's going to be 15% of the gaming division's revenue and that not every game is going to land on Game Pass and that they've hit saturation of uh, Game Pass adoption on console. Like, I, yeah, I don't think everything's uh, going on Game Pass. Raijin says that the like ratio is looking weak and hit the like. Thanks, Raijin. The way he described the game's environment and it feel made me excited more than the trailer did. You know what got me really excited about Starfield gameplay? It was when he did the video about the dialogue. I was hoping Lona was going to have a playthrough of Pentiment. It was surprisingly amazing. Hey, we can start using Throwdown Thursday for me to like try out games that you guys want to see as members. I think once a week doing some gameplay for members, especially Thursdays often a day where we can't do two talk shows. Yo, Ron M just gifted 10 members. One went to Big A Punk and Space Dovakim, Seattle Chef, East Eight, TR Man, Angel Aduviat, Javier Cotto, Alex Hopping Rabbit, and Hattori Hanso. Thank you so much. That takes us to 82 members on the day just 18 from 100 that's bonkers that's bonkers welcome on in if you guys are just tuning in we're talking about the latest starfield news the todd howard interview where he indicated optimization is in a better place because of building the game for one system building it for the xbox so the xbox seemingly has helped this game and xbox engineers are apparently assisting with the game which i all take as a good sign but i also think it means this game might be landing later next year instead of first half Remember, for shipping purposes on coffee, if you're ordering one bag, just order three. If you're getting four bags, just get eight. And if you get ten, then just buy the pallet. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And all these new members, if you got gifted a member today, every day, in the middle of the day, I hang out with the members and they get a segment. Members have been getting a sneak peek every night of what's coming the next day. It's a great time to be a member. We're doing a member segment every single day. And today, we're going to be grinding out the DMZ playing Call of Duty to the public doesn't seem to be working, so I'm going to grind it out with you guys and you members, and uh, that's a great reason to jump in and hit the join button. You're one of the few that I can see looking past the art style and actually appreciate the passion that went into Pentiment. I highly recommend it. Uh, I love the update shorts. Thank you. I'd like to get your opinion on Game Pass Indie called XO1. 
Is that that Metroidvania? That one looked really, really good. That's a great thing that we could do on Thursdays for members. Like, that's a good reason to become a member. It's a good reason to be here. But that could be like a, hey, Thursday throwdown. Let's let's check out some games. I'm actually going to play some games. I know that we're primarily a talk show. So maybe doing that once a week would be fun. The sneak peek was cool last night. Thanks for sharing. I appreciate that, Deep B Man Baller. Thank you. I hope you guys like all the work that we're putting in to the members stuff. Because we, uh, we really appreciate y'all. Isn't that the flying disc game? I, yeah, I don't know. Become a member, get the preview, research the topic, and you can tell Lono he's not researched enough and question his integrity. <laughs> I, it's, like two, it's like two days in a row. I was like, what is going on? Like, what's happening? Like, two days in a row. And like, you don't know it all. You don't know enough. <laughs> you need to go watch it. You know what's funny, too? You know what's funny? Creature literally was like, you should watch it. And I, and I just didn't have time. I tried. I'll, I'll be honest with what happened. All right. I ran out of time last night because I was filming. I was filming shorts right over there on the floor for the Lego channel. I did a couple of the, the days of the, the Lego advent calendar so that we could have some shorts ready. And then I put some Christmas decorations out on the front lawn with my kiddos. So that was, uh, that was why I just, I just ran out of time. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Lono research is more than IGN, so that's something. I mean, that's not very hard. <laughs> Researching more than IGN. Yeah, I, I read stuff. That, you know, that's that was that's not difficult. Oh, a disc ball. Exo is a rhythm movement flying game on all platforms. It's weirdly soothing. Cool, 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 cool. Uh uh, one second creature. One second. Mm. And I got you. Okay. <clears throat> Imagine Lono rolling around on his floor with Legos like a six year old. <laughs> no, it's not that it's not quite that extreme. It's just a good podcast. Some people are just excited about it and want you to watch it and then up sounding like jerks. I knew I know like I know one hundred percent. I know one hundred percent Apollyon wasn't trying to be nasty. I was just, I gut checked it right away because as soon as he said it, there was other people in chat being like, yeah, you're confused. You don't know, you you don't know what you're talking about. I was like, that, you are not going to do that. Nice shirt. Thank you. This is from the Christmas collection over at 80s Tees. He's, uh, he's on the naughty list. If you guys want to get some Christmas shirts, make sure and use my code over there. I need a Spider-Man 2 gameplay trailer. I know. Somebody asked me earlier about the Sony Showcase in the comment section somewhere. We're not getting a Sony Showcase this year. You know what I'm saying? I feel the same way about Starfield. I see the passion and the ambition like no other game. People dismiss Starfield because some chair floating and called it buggy. Yeah, I'm not worried about individual bugs. I'm worried about overall performance, right? Back to work for me. Thank you, Ron M., uh, I listen to you a lot. Sometimes I agree, sometimes I don't, but that's fine. We're all different. Hey, thanks for being here, Ron M. I appreciate that. Also, how now relationships with characters are built different now. So instead of a meter that goes up and down based off interest, now someone you're in a relationship will be upset with you. A membership's back. Yeah, somebody took care of you. Uh, gifted members. We're at 82 members on the day. 82 right there. 18 more for 100. That's that's stinking bonkers. You guys are awesome. Uh, 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 don't get me wrong. Major uh, hard game killing bugs is bad. 
Can you just trust Bethesda game without bugs? <laughs> well, and that's the thing. I I not once have gone. I I don't like the whole bug Bethesda thing. I don't. I don't like it. I, it's it's one of those things where it's like, look, man. I, that I I get why people say it. I do. I get why people say it. They they're like, oh, you know, they've got they've had they've had this thing happen before with games and and they've had problems and everything else. And it's just it's one of those things where I think it gets overstated quite a bit. I think it gets overstated quite a bit. And at the end of the day, I don't necessarily I don't necessarily think it's unwarranted, but I think it like it gets it gets blown out of proportion a lot of the times. And so I've never once made that a part of my dialogue like, "Oh man, I'm really worried about bugs." Nope. No, I'm I'm worried about performance because that that's so jarring. I'll give you an example with No Man's Sky because Starfield and No Man's Sky have been compared numerous times because Starfield gameplay has obviously taken some inspiration from you know stuff in No Man's Sky, and so when when I was playing uh, No Man's Sky, you know when it first came out, I remember there was numerous times trying to play it on PC where I had all kind of performance problems jittering things popping in it being kind of laggy and sluggish one of the reasons i just got i just totally lost interest in the in the community planet that we did i just lost interest because it was so buggy every time i tried to do anything so it wasn't an individual bug that drove me away it was the overall performance drove me away so if i'm if i'm diving into starfield gameplay day one and it's like jittering and performing poorly and it's sluggish and laggy that's not something you can be like oh it's just a bug they'll fix it it's like no that's the performance of the game i was the same way with elden ring i was like bro you you i couldn't do anything you know it's not about bugs to me it's about performance if there would have been a bug in elden ring at the very beginning i'd have been like okay that whatever bugs are bugs but it was the overall it was it was the overall performance was the issue. You know, what on earth? Why 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 did it why did it run that poorly and jittery and all the frame stutters? I played almost all of Bethesda's games and I never encountered a huge bug. Some people just say it because they heard it from someone someone else. Well, I mean, I think Fallout 4 had some doozies, but I don't think any I think a lot of it was overstated. I'm cautious about Diablo 4. I wonder if the game will turn out when it's released. Yeah, I really want I really want Diablo to be good. I really do. That could be a special game for us. Bethesda games are the only games where a patch is out before it launches. But well, before the launches. Well, that's not necessarily true. Day one patches are very, very common. You know what I mean? We're back to the I never encountered it so it isn't real type beat. Yeah, I, but my, my point, Wheeze, is it's overstated. I've had people talk about Fallout 4 like it was a disaster, and I'm like, come on, it was buggy, but it wasn't a disaster, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it didn't, it wasn't horrendous, it it had, it had some problems, you know? Yo, my man Just Blaze coming in with five gifted memberships let's get over here so we can hear them we got one to frames 
one to Ika Gang, Crover Mims, my man, Greenside. I told you we would take care of you, Greenside. And then Lisa Henrian. That's five. That takes us to 87. 87. That is a lot of members for the day. Thank you so much, Just Blaze. If you guys are a new member, don't miss out on the members-only content that we do every single day. We really, really enjoy you guys and all that you bring to the channel uh, and all that we get to do with the members. Very much enjoy it. There's B4. There's Greenside. Thank you so much. You guys are the best. They call it Bug Thesda for a reason. It doesn't mean all the bugs are game-breaking. Right. The only game-breaking bug I've had in my short gaming career is Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I lost the ability to pick up items. Oh, golly. Yo, Cardock Ren coming in and dropping a five bomb. That takes us to 92 on the day. Trippy Moon got one. Hiram Simmons, Aiden, ABZ, Horizon, and Mick Diesel. I'm seeing names I recognize. I absolutely love that. I absolutely love that I'm seeing names that I know are here all the time. Welcome back in to Reforge Gaming. And I hope you guys enjoy all the member segments. If you guys just got a membership and you weren't able to watch the member segments the last couple of days on Tuesday, we had a great time. We took a look at a bunch of trailers. And then yesterday, we took a look at a bunch of games that I, sh- I said should be on your watch list. Like, hey, these are games that are just coming out right now or coming out in a week or two. And then today, we're going to be playing some Call of Duty with members. So make sure you're up to date. We now have 898 members. We're just on the doorstep of 900, inching closer back to 1,000. The 10-year release of Skyrim still had major bugs in it. They're bug Thesda for a reason. I've encountered bugs all across the board from Skyrim, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 3 and 4. Nothing game-breaking, but it is what it is. The only game to make me rage because of bugs is the first uh, Tomb Raider in the reboot trilogy. Permanent all-save file destroying bug that, to my knowledge, still isn't fixed. Gee, Christmas. The first, oh, the first Tomb Raider reboot. I love that game. That's so unfortunate. If you're a fan of Bethesda games, the little bugs are part of it. You expect it. You love it. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't buy into that mentality. I think back when you had, you know, significant, you know, monumental earth shattering things being done, like the size and scope of Skyrim and, you know, and the size and scope and customization and depth of Fallout 4. Sure. It made sense. It was like, yeah, I, this angle always makes me so self-conscious about my posture. My man, homie, with a $5 tip through Super Chat. Thank you so much, homie. I accepted Bethesda Bugs 10 years ago, but now I'm far more picky. Yeah, I think there was an era of gaming where people were like, yeah, they're buggy, but what other game can you do what you could do in Skyrim, you know? Yo, my man, Gritter, coming back in and a membership at VIP Gold. My man, the homie. Thanks for the membership, Ren, says Trippy Moon. I'm far less accepting now, says Eugene. I accepted it because of the games because of what the games were doing. Simp mindset, same reason Game Freak gets away with Scarlet Violet. But Bethesda has literally built a reputation. It isn't a bad thing necessarily, but so many companies have caught 
up my follow-up to the tomb raider comment i loved it too i was 85 percent done and had nearly fully upgraded my entire arsenal then boom nothing to go but start completely over so i deleted it I, I that's that would be nauseating like i would feel almost nauseous i'd be like oh my gosh everything's gone are you serious when the giants launch the elephants into the sky come on it's hilarious yeah 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 i remember that i remember that i remember uh, one of the first videos I ever saw of Skyrim, like a funny video, was a guy going up to a giant and, you know, picking the fight, and then he got punched just, like, up into the stratosphere. I thought it was absolutely hysterical. I was like, this is amazing. I need to play, I need to play this game, you know? So, I've, I've, I've always enjoyed games like Skyrim, and my memory of Skyrim is mostly good. It was just, I wanted to play with my buddies, I was huge into co-op back then, you know? I was huge into co-op. And so my friend and I would play, and we would get into a party, and we would just talk to each other while we were playing, so it kind of felt like we were playing together. One of the good game-breaking bugs in Fallout was in Fallout 3, after finishing the Operation Anchorage DLC early, when you get the overpowered, winterized T-51B power armor. Bethesda games have bugs... I'll look past them, not game-breaking bugs, but minor ones, I'll just look past. Maybe that makes me a shill and a bad person, but I don't know. I still enjoy the games. I think most people would agree. Thank you, Fat Lump, for upgrading to a Reforged VIP membership. I appreciate that. I really, really do. Quick word on, on the membership tiers. A member is a member, so you will always have access to member streams that we do, those segments in the afternoon. Doesn't matter what tier you're at. But, but the member plus and above, I might, I'm, I'm going to start doing uploads for them probably on the weekends. So if you're at a membership plus or above, look for those uh, on the weekend. They'll probably be just more personal, more goofy. So appreciate you being here and doing that. Uh, first time a giant hit me, I landed on the moon. I laughed so hard and avoided giants ever since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was something special about Skyrim, you know? There was there was something special about Skyrim. You, you just and I know people are like it's Skyrim. I always want to call it Skyrim. There was just something special about it. You just you you genuinely felt like it was this big, huge, scary open world. I remember getting like goosebumps the first time I was in a cave and heard like a drogger. I just I don't know. I lo- I absolutely loved my experience in that game. I remember the first time I got dwarven stuff and elven stuff. How cool it looked. There was just so much handcrafted love poured into that game. You know, what you said is the reason they made Elder Scrolls Online. Many people were asking for Skyrim co-op. It's partly the same reason Fallout 76 exists. Too bad it didn't come out right, though. Yeah, Elder Scrolls Online has done very, very well. It's done very, very well. And you know, I, I, I loved Elder Scrolls Online whenever I got to play it and grind it. We've just never been in a position to do, uh, to do much with it. You know. It's sad. It's sad that some games, you know, I wish I could just grind the snot out of them, you know? We're trying to do that here. I know a lot of you are like, I love the talk show, and gameplay is just not that. It's not, I'm not saying anything, and so I 100% get that. We're trying to figure that out, because there's some games coming up that we really want to dedicate time to, you know? Like Diablo, you know? And Starfield. I'll be honest with you, Starfield gameplay. You'll see it on here pretty regularly when it first comes out. 
Now, it's not a live service game. I think the main draw for me would be to find a live service game to, like, dive in and chop up. But, you know, we can spend a, a couple weeks with Starfield, chop up the systems and the and the gameplay and the building and the customization. I think we could have a lot of fun with it. I do. Skyrim is great. The hours and hours of play has made the soundtrack burned into my brain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bethesda removed a bug from one of their games and community made them put it back in. <laughs> Starfield could be another God of War Ragnarok situation. I don't think we're going to run into the problem that we ran into with Ragnarok with Starfield, and I'll tell you why. I don't think people are going to be worried about spoilers. Like, how many people here right now are worried about Starfield gameplay spoilers? Like, what's going to get spoiled? It's like a space exploration game. Does that make sense? When you're ready? Uh... I mean, we can show it to people. We can show it to people. I feel like we're kind of cruising. We're kind of cruising right now on subjects. So I don't want to... Well, I'll show it to you guys in a little while. The uh, the new the Lego channel. You guys have to wait. For me, says Wheezy, I had zero alternatives to Bethesda for 10 to 15 years. Now so many companies have caught up or outright outpaced Bethesda. I do not need to stick with a buggy game with the market as it is. So many games and companies have just caught up or outright went past them at this point. No, Callisto Protocol's out tomorrow. There could be people with early access, though. Somebody says, nope, agreed, nope. I would have found out they were aliens, but maybe it's not really one. There's a main story, I'm sure, but yeah, Bethesda games work. It really is a make-your-own-story type of thing, so spoiling won't even do anything. I agree. I also think people will be more open to watching Starfield gameplay because they'll be interested in saying, oh, where are you going? What are you doing? Because my gameplay experience will be vastly different than yours. Like, when you jump into Starfield gameplay, I I don't know what you're going to do, but it's probably not going to be the exact same thing that I'm going to do. Largely speaking, largely speaking, Ragnarok is Ragnarok. You know, you could skip some side missions, but it's generally going to be the same story beats, the same cutscenes, and I think that's one of the reasons it's hard to get people to come in and watch something like that. Because if they're really interested, they don't want spoilers. And if they're not interested, they're like, I don't, I don't care about the game. So the people who care the most about the game are like, I don't want to see spoilers. The people who care the most about Starfield as a game are going to be like, yeah, I want to see what this guy's doing. The main quest stories have never been gripping. Spoilers won't hurt that. Yeah, I don't think it's it's not that kind of a game. The experience isn't the main quest. I love making my own story. Uh, I actually am excited for Callisto Protocol, but I'm having second thoughts as to whenever I should purchase Darktide since Dan Abnett's the co-writer for the game. Dark Tide's rough, man. I don't know. I it's rough. Um Show Gen Pop the next open stream. Yeah, members get to see the Lego channel first. We could do it that way. First thing to do is find Lydia and immediately start berating her for blocking doorways. Spoilers, we don't have a release date yet. <laughs> yeah, the Starfield release date, uh we don't have it. We don't have one yet. Um we, uh, I need to turn that off. I'm getting notifications for subscribers over there. Um, yeah, we'll be playing Callisto Protocol tomorrow. We don't have a second talk show today, uh, and there was no gameplay that we could do, uh, today. Um, so we, uh, we're gonna be playing some DMZ with the members. Dark Tide off Game Pass PC. Yeah, you can get it on PC Game Pass. That is true. I bought it on Steam and got a refund. 
Todd explains the systems very clearly in the interview. They make games totally different than everyone else, and their source code is available to use and change. That's why Bethesda is popular. Well, yeah, modders love them. Um, I wanted to ask you guys this. I had a discussion question about Starfield game size and Starfield difficulty. It sounds like they were sort of debating internally about these things, right? They had a lot of internal back and forth on this. Does game size and difficulty affect your interest in a game? Like if it's too hard, too challenging, things like that. Is is that is is that something that affects you? Or do you say, I'll figure it out, I don't really care? You know, on 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 what threshold do you sort of land like, well yeah, difficulty's not that important or because when I heard him talking about difficulty, I was like, I don't want this game to be really hard. I just kind of want to enjoy it, exploring and leveling up. I kind of want to have my own Star Trek experience. Yeah, I'll be playing Callisto Protocol tomorrow in the afternoon. There are some of us that like to see gameplay first before even thinking about buying a game, says Silver Subaru. And I like to see some Lono gameplay and get your opinion of it first. Well, I, th- I appreciate that. I like a difficulty slider, says Chris. Eugene says it depends. Weezy says, difficulty doesn't matter, just game size. Weezy says, if the game is selling me a $70 experience and it's only like 10 hours or something, then I won't touch it. Go look on Nexus mods and see the difference of Skyrim Fallout 4, 70k mods apiece. Every other game has no more than 15k. Like a super tight, polished 15-hour experience is awesome, says Eugene. It's Amazon, and they have who I think is the director of Westworld doing it. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Gilly says... I tend to avoid super hardcore survival games. I don't want to sweat my butt off just trying to traverse the world. Yeah, my wife and I have been playing Dismantle in the evenings, and it's just so... It's like such a pleasantly relaxing survival game. I mean, there's stuff that you have to fight and zombies and stuff, but it's really, really enjoyable. As a gamer, I love difficulty, but as a full-time working dad, it does play a part in, uh, in what game I choose to spend my free time in. I suck at parrying. Oh, Fallout TV series. Bethesda will never change their engine because of the mod community, and can you really blame them? Well, and you gotta wonder, if it's really easy for mod, you know, there's gonna be Starfield mods. Probably an unbelievable amount of Starfield mods. And so, if that's true for the modding community, then what about the devs themselves? There's probably a lot of things that they can do. Usually I like to just play the game through first and then up the difficulty on the second playthrough. I love to explore in No Man's Sky to learn the mechanics. It's really about the quality in relation to length for me. A 100-hour game can also be super boring. They have a really uh, they have to give a good time to price ratio says Solemn. I don't pay full price for anything less than 30 hours on a non-completionist run. 40-hour minimum on a completionist style playthrough is my expectation. I don't think you're going to struggle to to hit 30 to 40 hours on Starfield at all. I don't like survival games. I like big, complex worlds that suck me in. I easily spent over 100 hours in Elden Ring without noticing. I was shocked how many hours I clocked in Elden Ring. I remember, I think it was Eugene that was like, bro, you played way more than, than you think you did. And we went and looked at my time, and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it, was, it was not what I expected. It was not what I expected. Always put the hardest difficulty in any story game. I, yeah, I don't do that, man. I have to really like a game if I'm going to play it on a harder difficulty, and that's usually a second playthrough. Like, I did that with Jedi Fallen Order. 
Besides Dark Tide, where a renowned writer was involved, I remember playing old games co-created by renowned writers like Clive Barker with Undying and Jericho. I didn't play either of those. Elden Ring has even more content in its weapons and weapon lore alone than most modern games. God of War Ragnarok took me about 70 hours to finish Platinum because I would just get lost and wander around. Hilly says, quality's too subjective now. Like, DayZ has more gameplay offering to me, but subjectively is low quality in terms of textures, ETC. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that that Dismantle game my wife and I are playing, it's going to take us forever to feel like we're quote-unquote done. The map is enormous. And all the things you can build and the skill trees and stuff, it's, hu- it's huge. But it's a very basic game at the same time. As long as the content offered to the hour ratio is well is well good, then I'm fine. My description in the last message isn't uh, a want, it's the expectation. Well, sure. Like, you expect to get that when you spend that kind of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I just finished Ragnarok last night. I had a great time and a good story. But personally, I thought it was a little too long. I dumped a ton of time into Elden Ring and didn't even notice. This mantle's an awesome game. It really is. It really is a fun little game. Yo, what's good, Zubair? I didn't think Ragnarok was too long at all. I didn't get why people started saying that. That that narrative started to get traction. I was like, too long? Like, what? Higher level difficulty must carry a goal. I'm 40, hour, 40 hours in, and I haven't finished the game yet. Taking my sweet time. Open world with linear will do that. I thought it was too long because of the puzzles. 800 hours in Fallout 4, 1,000 hours in Skyrim, 100 hours in Oblivion. Hope they retire puzzles. I thought the puzzles were fine. I want to immediately start God of War Ragnarok over on New Game Plus. It's part of the reason why I'll say, says Wheezy, I'll buy this game when it's at X price, like Miles Morales. I won't pay 50 bucks for it, but when it goes on sale for 20 or 30, I'll give it a shot. I'm not done with Ragnarok, and I kind of feel that, says Chris. Considering I spent $100 on Callisto Protocol, I think it was worth it, but we shall see tonight. That's right. I don't know what system I'm going to get it on. I don't know. I don't know where I should get it. You don't need the puzzles, to be honest. The puzzles solve themselves. That's exactly right. Hellblade 2 will be about 15 hours long, I bet. I'll love every minute of it. As a dad of a newborn, I'm appreciating shorter games more. Oh, I bet you Hellblade is, is longer than that. Yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be longer than that. You might be right. You might be right because the artistic drive is going to make them keep it more contained, but I don't know. I have a sneaking suspicion that game is going to be huge. I can agree with the puzzles for the most part. Buy it on PlayStation. You get PlayStation exclusive that on. Oh, really? And Sony devs help with the game, so it might be best to play there. Here's a little break in chat to remind you to hit like. I just remembered. Thank you, Barrier. I appreciate that. We're not, we are not harping on likes or members anymore. We're leaving it to you guys, and you guys are responding exceptionally well, like 92. We're eight members away from 100 on the day. we got alerts that pop up in the corner. You guys have been taking care of business on the likes, and I haven't had to say anything. It's been amazing. Push buttons, there's a place for narrative in games, but how video games lost the plot? I'm not sure. I, what's what's that article's general consensus? This article said much of my thinking on games. They didn't help. They used the mocap in the animation studios. Oh, they didn't just help. 
They use the mocap and animation studios. Nice. Shora um, Agdashlu's Assassin's Creed character has just appeared in the latest AC Valhalla update, small mini quest. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. She is... Wow. She is... uh, (laughs) You talked about being like a seasoned woman or something. I forget what she said, but she said that in that one video, and I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. I found your channel over searching for Starfield News. Great work. Thank you. Hey, if you're new and you found my channel today, we're always covering gaming news. I'm safe for work. If you decide to become a member and support the channel with a membership, we do, in the middle of the day, always break for lunch and hang out with the members, and we do segments in those breaks that only the members get to see. So generally when you're here, you're mostly always going to get a talk show like this, maybe some gameplay. Today, there is no second talk show. I'm going to be playing the DMZ and maybe some spec ops with members. So it's a great time to become a member. Uh, Hilly says, basically immersive gameplay of your own making is king over the narrative. Oh, oh, oh. Right. Uh, Any PS5 owners in here pre-order the DualSense Edge? I did. Didn't I? Yes, I did. When are they shipping those? I found his channel over Arkham Knights. Bro saved me a whole 90. Yo, Rojo, I got so much hate for the Gotham Knight shorts, and then they all aged like fine wine. This is the most realistic uh, real-time character rendering I've ever seen. Yeah, Callisto looks absolutely bonkers amazing. I'm getting a lot of hate for my Dead Space short now, too. I feel like that one's going to age like a fine wine as well. It drops Jan 26. I did as well. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Love to see good discussion today. Thank you, Silver Subaru. I'm addicted to Vampire Survivors. Yeah, a lot of people have been recommending Vampire Survivors as a fun little game. Yep. Side note, I bought Sekiro for my birthday yesterday, and the combat is Chef's Kiss. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good game. I was going to getting Edge, but I opt for a Black Friday scuff. I don't get why some people think Ragnarok's too long. I've had friends beat it within 20 hours. I, on the other hand, took my time and did it in 60. I'm going to have to contain myself when you play Callisto from Backseat Gaming. Yeah, you're going to have to. (laughs) Or I'll do it for you. I just saw that I got gifted. Thanks for the generous person. Welcome on in. Thank you so much. Welcome on in, Lisa. Mmm... Thanks for the comment. I appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate that barrier. We're going to need some feedback on that channel barrier. Um, I stopped using the table mic and I'm considering bringing it back. I didn't like using the table mic because I had to turn off the noise gate, which means it just picked up all the ambient sounds in the house and the room and it made it just uh, made it a headache. But if people really like that, I, I'll, I'll try to figure out how to bring it back. I honestly don't get that either. Right now, I'm clocked in at 60 hours, and right now, I still got more to do. I mean, with respect to Starfield gameplay, and you guys are talking about game length in Ragnarok, does does the game type affect your idea of how long a game should be? Because Starfield game length is going to be dependent upon you, right? Like you could go, you could play Starfield for forever if you wanted to, if you if you set it up right currently playing Sable on PS5. It's a bit framey. Yeah, I love that game, but yeah. It's it's got some it's got some frame stuff that makes it tough. I'll let you know how it sounds without the table mic. I can't remember when I turned off the table mic. 
I think I turned off the table mic for the TIE Fighter. Would you advise Callisto for non-horror gamer? I got gifted Final Fantasy Reunion, so I'm stuck trying it. I mean, if you don't like horror games, Callisto might really turn you off. I mean, it's going to be challenging and gruesome. Like he said, Surtur forged a huge flame sword and is supposed to use it to burn down Asgard, but meets his end by Thor and Odin? Hello, I'm thinking about the fourth city and aliens in the game. It's probably an alien city. This could mean an alien companion as well. Yeah, maybe. Very possible. Hey, Aaron, jumping in as a brand new member. Welcome to Reforge Gaming. Pushing the goal, well, pushing the, the, we're just going crazy. It's not even a goal anymore. 93 new members today, seven away from 100. That is bonkers. Welcome on in. I hope you guys that are getting gifted members are jumping in as a brand new member. I hope you guys enjoy those member segments. Cancel my pre-order for Callisto on Xbox and I went to PS5. Some games are not meant to be one and done and set time and some aren't more open about how much you want to play. Some just demand a day's worth of play time. If it's linear, I expect no more than 20 to 30 hours for a playthrough for just the story, but 35 to 50 for just the story is not it. Yo, what's good, Endeavor? How are you? If any of you guys are currently... Uh, you, you're, you're, you're not a member. The best way to get a gifted member is to be here as often as you can. If, you, if you're like at a point where you can't do it, it bases it off of watch time and loyalty. You ship my coffee, I'm out and cranky again. Zubair, I can't ship yours because you ordered it with Frickmas. I'm, we're, the, FedEx is getting it to me next week on the 7th, and we're literally going to ship it before we leave town. If, if you need something faster than that, you're going to have to do a separate order and don't include Frickmas because I can only print one label. Does that make sense? Yes, I will be playing Callisto Protocol tomorrow in the afternoon. There is no second talk show today, but I will be doing gameplay with the members in the member segment, which is after this show. I think the game loop of D2 mess with me, says Silver Subaru. It just seems like nothing else is as fun, but No Man's Sky is close. <clears throat> yeah, I wish I could grind No Man's Sky. I wish I could. I don't know if you saw the news, but apparently Monster Hunter Rise is coming to consoles in January in Game Pass, which might eat into Wild Hearts, which is kind of a bummer for Koei Tecmo yet again. I did see that, Wheezy. I did. That timing is a huge bummer for Wild Hearts and Monster Monster Hunter. People that want to see like a new Monster Hunter game get some traction. It's going to make it really tough on them. Agreed. Uh, Eugene says, Zubair, you need to start ordering when you open the last bag. If you guys are curious what they're what they're talking about, we have our own coffee. I've got two of the bags sitting right here, and Frickmas blend is our holiday blend. It's coming in new resealable bags that'll look uh, a little bit nicer than those. And then eventually these will switch over to the new bags as well once we're out of the current stock. So check out reforgeroast.com. We have our own coffee. It's ours. That's not a sponsor. Like my wife and kiddos ship it to you. It does make sense, and it means I'm going on a murder streak. Actually, I get it. <laughs> uh, so people in chat are talking about the coffee because of how good it is. They'll if you if you want to ask them about the light roast, the dark roast, or the frickmas, um, they'll tell you. You can do best of both worlds. You can you know you can do combos, and the combos save you a little bit. So if you're curious, people in chat can answer your questions about the flavors. 
I'm an efficient guy, says Derek, who shoots at 100% when I love a game. Even so, 20 hours in Horizon Forbidden West before I even got past the second area. I'm in love. A huge exploration story game, 60 plus hours easily. I wish I could have slow-baked Horizon Forbidden West, but it landed right before Elden Ring. And Horizon Zero Dawn landed right before Breath of the Wild, and it just it created problems for me on timing. The new bags look nice. I like that it can stand on its own. Uh, it has an all-airtight resealable bag. Definitely going to order some next week. Thank you, Gilly. My big worry with Bethesda games, uh, they get more streamlined with an attempt to reach a wider buying audience, and Bethesda seems to cut corners and leave things behind that the modders will have to fix. I don't think Starfield gameplay is going to feel streamlined at all. I don't think so. If you just straight up beeline the story, maybe, but that's you. I don't think so. I think Starfield's going to be quite broad. We do not offer K-Cups, Christian A. You can get reusable K-Cups on Amazon, and they work great with my coffee, and that's going to save you a ton of money. Because reusable K-Cups is going to mean that you can buy coffee from someone like me and get way more coffee per dollar, and and it's better for the environment. I'm not going to get preachy on you if you like K-Cups, but it's, it's better for you and other things if you use the reusables. I know I did 70 hours to 100% God of War 2018. I'm presuming over 100 for Horizon Forbidden West, at least 80 for Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, yep. You got, you got nothing but goodness awaiting you in all those games. Eat our warning, Lilith is coming. Oh, Diablo did a tweet today. I guess you'd say the gore is too realistic for me. I mean, yeah, the gore in Callisto looks pretty, pretty, pretty gruesome. I just want Starfield gameplay to get the shooting right. I am just such a fan of shooters that when a shooter falls short, like the way that the gunplay felt like in Dark Tide yesterday, I was like, what? It just I just didn't feel very good. I need the shooting to feel amazing. The shooting in the Modern Warfare 2 campaign felt phenomenal. You got Titanfall 1 and 2. You got Destiny. You got Apex. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It, the shooting needs to feel good in a shooter. And that's my big. That's one of my bigger concerns about Starfield. I hope I can get more hours out of Starfield than Ghost of Tsushima. I just finished it last week. And while the game was a ton of fun, I felt the story got really short and fast-paced at the end. Did you do... Gilly, did you exhaust the side quests with the characters? Because those stories were awesome. And if you didn't do that, you robbed yourself of a lot of, of story. Like the monk, and the two chicks, and the, um... Oh, what's his name? The archer guy. I love his name. The older archer, the older archer guy, and you're always chasing uh, Tomo, I think is her name. I booted up DMZ last night was immediately reminded how good the shooting was. Just feels great, doesn't it? It just feels so good. And Starfield shooting, you know, it's, it's I'm concerned. I'm looking at it and thinking, I don't know, man. I, it's looking a little dated, you know? Shooting in Modern Warfare 2 Warzone multiplayer is one of the few things it does right. Yeah, shooting in Apex, mm-hmm. What if we get a release date for Diablo 4 during Game Awards? Boy, oh boy, do I hope we get a release date for Diablo 4. I've, I have very tentative big plans for Diablo 4. I need a looter. I want, I want something I can play and play and play and break down and, and chop up with you guys, you know? I don't need a home game, but I certainly want a vacation, a vacation house, you know? Some place I can regularly, you know, dump, dump time and energy and passion into, you know? 
Um, yo, Aaron, immediately upgrading to a member plus. Thank you so much for doing that. Something tells me that the shooting's going to be dog crap, says Wheezy. I have a sneaking suspicion that when I play Starfield, I'm going to go more melee than shooting. I could see a lot of people going that route. A lot of people did that with, um, a lot of people did that with Cyberpunk. They went that route with Cyberpunk. Um, yeah, I already got a comment of somebody saying they like being able to hear all the Legos on the table. It just needs to be good, like above average. Yeah, I'm kind of that way, Eugene. As long as it's not bad, I'll be okay. Like, if it's bad, I'm going to be like, bro, I want to play this game as a shooter. I want to be like a space pirate pew-pew man. You know what I mean? Like, I want to approach Starfield in a way that... Because I think a lot of people are going to look at Starfield gameplay the way that they looked at Fallout. They're going to look at the RPG elements and try and come up with the best build. And I'm always pretty simplistic in my approach it's like give me guns give me shooties and i'm gonna go and i'm gonna go fight you know i'm gonna go quest and i'm gonna go shoot i think the traversal atreus segments and all the cutscenes have made my 50 hour playthrough feel longer than 120 hours in elden ring i can see that i can see that chris some of the some of the way that you have to move around and walk through doors and cuts and cr- or cracks and stuff, it can make it feel a little drawn out. I, I I I will I will agree with that. Having to do melee over shooting in Starfield would be so disappointing. That's what I'm saying, dude. Melee in a space setting sounds bad. Right, like in a space exploration game, having to melee everything and like run up on stuff, I'm not gonna want to do that. And the memberships change again. What's the difference between a normal member and a plus for the $1 difference? The only difference is this, Christian. A member is a member. So any times I do a member stream, all members get in. We were going to have this dividing line thing. We're not doing that. We are not doing that. A member is a member. But if you're a member plus or above, I'm going to do little extra uploads here and there for them because they're, you know, they're stepping up and doing a little bit more they're a VIP or they're a plus or whatever but if you're at the $5 or you get gifted you're going to get into every single member stream that we do I, we're, we're walking back that decision it was just I, I think it was a, an overreaction we do want to see the membership climb to where it was again but we want it to be more organic and based on value and membership offer and, and segments not not what we were doing being like well five dollars is this and six is that no we're, we're not doing that that's why we changed the names it's just that's a member then there's member plus and then there's vip i made a special order for fire and blood hardcover novel i have to wait eight to ten weeks for the book to arrive so thanks elden ring house of dragon and george rr R. martin i worry that starfield is a big budget game therefore it needs big profit it's getting it's been getting delayed bethesda could potentially cut corners and simplify the fame and simplify the fame to cash in early and make the profits see i don't think so though i all of the dialogue surrounding the game points to the game being extremely important to bethesda and microsoft i i just i don't see it i don't see them being like we got to cut corners to get this thing out first and foremost it's going on game pass Love the shirt. Thank you. This is from one of our sponsors. It's from 80s Tees. 
you can use my code for 30% off. So, appreciate the comment on the shirt. You can use the shirt command any day you're here. We have a couple of shirt sponsors that we work with. I've got some other ones coming from another company that I reached out to. The dude that said Warhammer Inquisitor is bad. The game has a 75% good overall on Steam. It was Sven that said it was bad. He said that it just felt clunky or something. He said it was similar criticisms that I made to to, um, Darktide. Clunky combat and movement, yeah. They could easily see Starfield as a loss leader that doesn't need to make profit, just drive, drive people to the platform. Right. Yeah. And it at some level, I believe that it could. I believe that it could. Because if this is basically space exploration Skyrim, then I think it could do it. Like, if Starfield pulls off what Skyrim did, then it could be a defining game for Xbox if they pull that off. It could. Anyone tell me the name of the Lego channel? We have not been uh, promoting it yet. I'm going to let the members see it first. It's a great reason to become a member, like Christian A just did. Welcome to Reforge Gaming. Thank you so much for doing that, member. There you go. Let me update this. We're at 94 new members for the day. Six more for 100. Stupid question. Is it easy to make cold Frickmas coffee? Uh, I'm sure it is just asking. I have been told that all of our coffee makes great cold brew, especially the dark roast, is what I've been told. And my wife has done it a couple of times and really enjoyed it. So yes, our coffee does a cold brew very well. It's the balanced acidity. If you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, you should try ours. You can do the triple threat and get get, uh, all three you could do the best of both worlds and just try the light and the dark roast um so you can do any one of those combos and that's why it's so versatile it's coffee you can drink it black with creamer all of that hilly just at me next time (laughs) i love the coffee it doesn't need too much a good cup doesn't need much sugar or cream well thank you um Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor is better than Sven. (laughs) If you guys are just tuning in, we've had a great day discussing Starfield news and the Todd Howard interview, and I've probably got one last discussion question for you. Do you feel that his commentary was somewhat contradictory? Because he's talking about how optimization is better when you're building for one system, but then he's also talking about how the game needed to be delayed and the engineers are helping, the Xbox engineers are helping make the game run as good as possible on the Xbox. Does that sound like a contradictory or a conflict within the narrative? If it's easier to optimize for one system and you had the Xbox in mind when development started, then it what, what happened would be my question. You had a date in ink. That that's that's my question. Does that sound like there's a dissonance in the narrative from him in this interview? I sensed uh, I sensed a slight contradiction. I was like, wait a minute, like it's easier to optimize than what I don't I don't understand. I think the Witcher one remake being fully open world. I think that's gonna be fun. Honestly, sounds like a contradiction. Says J Murph. 
I feel the delay is for the Series S, says a Merle Turtle. I feel his language is fluff, and he doesn't want to outright blame the Series S because of who their daddy is. It's contradictory to say you can optimize for one system and also develop for PC. Well, it sounded like he was saying, like, there's a benefit to being exclusive to Xbox. That's what it sounded like to me. I mean, Darktide doesn't have any Metacritics yet, Eugene. It's got a 73 on Steam. That's actually kind of weak for a Darktide title, I I believe. 73 is not that great. The Witcher remake is after Witcher 4, so you'll see it in a decade. That's true. (laughs) I'd imagine Witcher 1 remake with open world. It'll open the door for a Witcher 2 remake. Yeah, maybe. They'll just go through and do them all. Goddess Omega says, Reforged coffee is amazing. I don't use any sugar, very little creamer. Frickmas blend's amazing. It marries happily with cinnamon flavors. Light roast goes with everything. Buy some. Man, Goddess, that's so kind. Thank you for saying all that about our coffee. It always makes me feel good when people get that passionate about Reforged Roast. You know? See you later, Hilly. Thanks for a great show. Thanks, man. Let's be real. Every delay so fat other than Halo has been great for Xbox so far. They're definitely putting in the extra work. Oh, every every delay so far. I was like, so fat. I was like, what? <laughs> every delay so fat. Like, what? Um, I'm just here for the coffee. Thanks, Zubair. To think they spend five years before the acquisition building the game and no PS build exists or used to exist is hard to believe with any shred of logic. That's what I'm saying, Lance. I'm like, this game was in development for a really long time. And sure, you might have had the Xbox in mind first, but like, you weren't building a PlayStation version? I thought the same thing. The article I read said that he indicated that not being on the PS5 was helping them. I'm like, you were building for it. Come on. Both Xboxes basically run a lockdown version of Windows. The difference between PC and Xbox are very minimal and not needed for dev. That is true to an extent, yeah. So is the Discord channel the same as a member Discord, or is there a difference? Yeah, the Discord is a members-only Discord. So if you go to discord.gg slash TV, we're Reforged TV everywhere else. If you want to follow us on you know, Twitter, Instagram, or the talk, or you want to get in our Discord, it's Reforged TV. So, yeah, Discord dot gg slash reforge tv it's basically a members discord you can go in there as a non-member and use the general chat and get my announcements but you can't see anything else they developed the game on a beefy pc of course and kind of porting it to release systems it helps them now they got the microsoft money so they don't need the roi on the playstation user base so they got money to abandon the platform i mean I actually think that's playing a role in the delay, Lance. It's like, well, yeah, we can delay the game. You know, we, we're not trying to make some bunch of money back. You know what I mean? It, it, they're not in that position of like, oh, gosh, we got to get our money back on this. And oh, we got ROI and margins. Like, Well, no, Microsoft owns us. They'll keep us open as long as our content delivers greatness to the platform and helps you know, move Xboxes in Game Pass to a certain degree. Uh, let's be real. God of is just mad that we've been out of Frickmas Blend for two months. I still expect my bag to be hand-delivered. I'm not hand-delivering it to you, Vengeance. How long does one bag of Havoc typically last for everyday use? 
Um, well, they're twelve ounce bags. So, have you ever bought a twelve ounce bag from like Target? You know, like of like. I mean, this is this is this is the bags. Now, the new bags aren't going to look like this. These are the old bags. The new bags are going to be snazzy. I'll have them next week for the Frickmas blend. We're currently working our way um, through these. But, I mean, this is a typical bag of coffee that you'd buy from the grocery store or Target. So, you know, I don't know how much you drink. So, yeah, it would be determined largely by that. Mine normally last a week uh, or two on two coffees a day. There you go. I put over 200 hours on Cyberpunk on PS4, so I have a high tolerance for buggy games. What do you think about No Man's Skyrim DLC? (laughs) I mean, I know people are probably going to do that a lot to this game. They're going to be like, oh, it's Space Skyrim. You know, it's Space Skyrim DLC, whatever. I, I, I always let a game stand on its own. I do. I let a game stand on its own because people were like, oh, this looks so similar to No Man's Sky and that looks so similar to No Man's Sky. And I was just kind of like, yeah, okay. Reload animations and shooting look similar to the first, you know, the first Call of Duty that I played and a lot of the modern shooters that you can play right now. So, I, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to let the game stand on its own. Typical bag. How dare you undersell the glorious design of that bag? The amount of hours that went into the engineering of that bag to seal in the perfection that is Reforge Roast. Ashen. Good day, sir. Speaking of No Man's Sky, any word on new season update? Mm, no. I don't know. I don't know what No Man's Sky is doing. I haven't paid much attention to him. I don't like covering No Man's Sky. I don't. Because Sean Murray's like. I'm going to tweet out an emoji and everyone's like, oh my gosh, something's coming. And then they just post a blog and they push out an update and it's really hard to cover because the news cycle is always like staggered. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's always like, I don't know. It, it, it always feels, it always feels like super, super, uh, you know, staggered. And so it makes it hard to cover. It's just kind of random and out of nowhere. They're currently rerunning a few expeditions for the holidays. Okay. No expected new content until 2023. Thank you, Eric. I'm just going to say it. No Man's Sky isn't fun. It's it's not it's not for everybody. For sure for sure. You know? Creature says when Diablo 4 hits, I don't want to do it, but we will do it. <laughs> the Reforged Dungeon. I love it. Apparently Diablo 4 pre-orders are the day after Game Awards. Ooh, baby. Forspoken uses the PS5's SSD for fast travel with virtually no load times. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. We are really, really looking forward to, uh, to Diablo. <laughs> It's definitely an acquired taste, but if it's for you, it's so good. Yeah, I I don't expect everybody to like No Man's Sky, but I I think it's great. I think it's a lot of fun. Forspoken memes were funny AF. Yeah, it was pretty. Uh, I did. I think Forspoken's gonna be a good game. I I do. I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. It's not gonna rise above good. 
Call me crazy, but my wish list for 2023, Diablo 4 to be massive, Ubisoft massive announces Division 3, be a happy man, good morning. Yo, what's good, rockin' heart, dude? Guys, now would be a wonderful time to round this out to 100 and get some more people in the door before we go to members. We're not going to members yet. We're going to go to members soon. You got about 15 minutes to get more people in the door and show them what we do. If you have Game Pass, why try the No Man's Sky before buying? Yeah, you just try it. You know, that's true. That's true. They recast Adar? Who was Adar? No way! I thought that guy was phenomenal! He was one of the best pieces of the sh- uh, I don't want to talk about that show. Dadgummit. That's, that's a bad choice. He was great! exact way that I play AC Odyssey yeah Paul that's the guy why would you do why would you recast him I just unlocked the blades in 2018 trying to take my time but I can't wait to finish it to buy Ragnarok I've been really enjoying DMZ more than I thought I would that's what we're playing today with members it's going to be called the Thursday throwdown we might start using Thursday to play new games that you suggest or grind games like COD Go. Don't we come to do? Let's go have fun. Okay, I'll schedule it. Creature's telling me to go now. So if you guys are going to gift more members and get some more gray names into the fold before we go over here and and uh, and play some DMZ and hang out with members, you got you got a little bit of time here. I'm going to schedule the stream, uh, and we need six more to round that out. What time for member show? I'm getting ready to go. Yeah, Creature's saying we should just go right now. That's what he's saying. My producer's in my ear. Tell us to go now. If you guys can play, I'm. I, it'd be amazing to have some folks run with me. DMZ is so much fun. So is Spec Ops, uh, especially if you have some folks to run with you. You really need to make it make it clear why that's the new guy. I mean, I'm sure that guy is fine, but like, I really want to know why. Did, they, did he did, did he lose interest? Is he like I don't want to be a part of it anymore? If that was a creative decision, then I think whoever made the decision is an idiot. Like, why would you do that? That was one of your strongest assets to the show. He was really good. Um, I need a th- Thursday member stream. Where is one? There's one. Do, do, do. Love some DMZ with a good team. Get in here, man. Get in here, we the people. Let's get We the People a membership. Let's call our shots here. Let's call our shots. Let's let's get some gifts. Let's get some of these guys in. I'm seeing I'm seeing names that need to be in the fold. All right, visibility. Let me get this scheduled. Hey, but I don't have a mic. We don't really use mics. I don't think you really need them. I don't I don't think you really need them. Hey, scheduling that stream went way better than last time. I don't play Warzone anymore, but I do like DMZ. I think DMZ is awesome. I think it's awesome. I wish I could. The 9 to 5 office life. Ah. Bum. Bummer. Not a, you're not a bum. That's that's the wrong thing to say. Ah, you're working, you bum. Yo, rockin' hard dude. With a big 
tip, a $20 super chat tip. Hey, if you guys are going to do super chat tips that are that big, you can you can gift members with that too. If you can't gift members and you're doing that because of the, you're on mobile or whatever, that's totally fine. But if you're choosing between super chat and gifted members, do the do the gifted, right? Yo, Aaron, he's going to take us to 99. Oh man, Aaron became a member, upgraded the member plus and just gifted 5. We the people got one. Stocks here, that's an old name. Stephen O'Leary, Jay Wright, and Eric Crosley. There we go. Putting us on the doorstep. 99 members today. Welcome on in. All of you get to come with us to members content. Also, members have been getting sneak peeks the night before. I've been doing these little short uploads. I hope you guys have been enjoying those. So keep your eyes out for those as well. Let me get this set. Members only Thursday stream. Select that. Uh, We are trying something new today with gameplay. Post to all channel members. Yeah, we're going to get some new thumbnails designed for these member streams as well. So it starts to become very, very obvious what we're doing. Yo, pros is going to gift us one member and get us to 100. There it is. A nice, clean 100. That's my man. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that very, very much. Let me update it. Let's just look at how pretty it looks. You guys, you guys doubled. Oops. You guys doubled what we did yesterday. We hit 50. We had 50. Obviously, well more than 50. Zinthos. Guys, Zinthos ruined it. Come on, Zinth. Come on, Zinthos! Now it's 101. You ruined it. Now we need an even number. We need more. <laughs> uh, Orc Dictator, you got one of the gifted members. Lance Urkanes, you got one of the gifted members. You guys have been here today talking. You've been engaged, and you have been rewarded with a gifted membership, man. Thank you so, so much. Appreciate that. We're supposed to shoot for 200 tomorrow. Yeah, let's just do it. Let's just double it every day. I want you to take your rates, cut them in half, and double it. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are ever crank yangers? I want you to take your rates. Yeah. I want you to cut them in half. Uh-huh. And then double it. <laughs> what is that even? What is nonsense? Why? Rockin' Robin. <laughs> Rockin' Robin. Taking us up one more. Taking us up one more. 102 102 I got you a gift next month thank you Christian yo Brian Retro got that gifted membership from Rockin' Robin thank you so much take care Reforge Gaming chat gotta run alright see you Aaron thank you so much for the support today I greatly appreciate it we are really appreciating the the the, the rudder turn of morale and members like it just feels really really good it feels really really good that show would be cancelled in today's uh, society Oh, oh, crank yangers? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. It wouldn't. It wouldn't make it. It wouldn't be making. There'd be so many tweets. See what shows like that need to do is just embrace it. Just accept all the free press. <laughs> accept all the free press. Yo, Commando G Man jumping back in, renewing his membership as a member plus. Thank you so so much. The Lex Pod was really great. Yeah, yeah. Everybody seemed to really really enjoy it. They did. They seemed to really enjoy it. 
Is that my mobile? I can't get a gifted. You should be able to just click allow gifts somewhere on the screen, Sword Tower. If not, just go to a browser and you should be able to do it. Yeah. Should be able to do it. Gotten all the weapon cases out of the DMZ yet? I don't think so. No. No. Alright, I'm gonna give you guys... I'm gonna give you guys five more minutes. Creature told me to go, but you guys are doing the things. You guys are pushing the buttons, and I don't want to stop you. You're gonna keep gifting. I'll just keep going. I'll just keep streaming. I'll keep going. But only, only, we're gonna, we'll, we'll switch if it stops. Ooh, we got a Thursday throwdown thumbnail. Let's change that. That looks so good. Creature just whipped me up a thumbnail. Save image. Thursday throwdown. Oh, I'm going to fix this one. It's going to be so sweet when you scroll down to that members only playlist and like all the thumbnails look different. We the people says, seriously, thank you for the gift. It means the world. Crap's hard right now and I'd miss the extra content so much. I'm glad to have you back in the fold, man. I'm glad people are gifting. We take care of our community here. You know what I'm saying? We do. We really, really do. We had a bit of a dip and a bit of a slump, but we're back. We're back. We're back and pushing and seeing things go where we need them to go. I'm on mobile and I was able to accept the gift, says Eric. Okay. Hmm. Weird. I don't know. I don't know. Some of the mobile apps let you and some of the mobile apps don't. I, I don't know why. So. Okay, there we go. You the man back to work. Thank you, M. Gene. It'll take a minute for the server cache to fix that thumbnail. Okay. All right. I'm going to get the link. I'm going to get the link. If anybody, if anybody else is going, we, we, we round it out for eight more. I'll let you do it. I'll let you do it. But if not, I'm going to, I'm going to give you guys the link and we're going to go. We're going to redirect. We're going to redirect. If you're currently not a member, you can click join. You can click the dollar symbol at the bottom of the chat and you can come with us. We're about to redirect to a members only stream. We do this every day. Typically, this is in between the morning and the afternoon show. There is no afternoon show today. There was nothing really happening and there wasn't any games to play. Tomorrow, we'll be doing Callisto Protocol in the afternoon. So we'll do our morning talk show and then we'll do Callisto Protocol in the afternoon. And in the middle, we'll do something with members. So five bucks a month gets you into a member segment every single day. That's a ton of content for the, for five bucks a month. And you get into our members only discord. So become a member today. If you got gifted, get in our discord. All right. <clears throat> Okay. All right. I'm giving you guys a link. We're going. We're going. We're going. I'm going to hit the Discord with an announcement. You guys have like 30 seconds here. Boom. Okay. All right. There's links in the chat. If you don't want to ride redirect and you'd rather click on a link to go to the next stream, click that link in chat. Hey, thanks so much for clicking on this. If you are a member, maybe you got gifted a member. We've had a lot of gifted members. Again, we're doing a member segment every day in between the two streams. Today's going to be a little bit different. We're going to try something called Thursday Throwdown. This might sometimes be me playing games that you guys have recommended. Maybe you want to see the Game Pass games, or you want to see samples and trials on PlayStation, or 
I need to do some grinding. I'm going to play some DMZ and I'm going to play with members if they're here. I'm going to, you know, hang out with you guys. Some games and certain pieces of gameplay just don't work that well for publicly viewed streams, but it can be something that we can do as members. I'm going to end the previous stream about Starfield and bring everybody over. We had 102 new members added to the folds today and a bunch of them are going to get to come and hang out in the 